93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is the 14th day of February, also known as Valentine's Day. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia police are searching for a man accused of firing two shots at a security guard in Dilworth Park next to City Hall Monday night. Investigators said a group refused to leave the area next to the ice rink at 1130 in the evening after the security guard told them that it was closed. One of the males, who appeared to be in his uh, 30s, actually started to argue with the security guard and did not want to leave, said Chief Inspector Scott Small. The security guard and the man got into a physical altercation, and that's when the perpetrator pulled a gun and fired two shots at the security guard. Police say the guard was wearing a uniform uh, but was unarmed. Both shots missed the guard, but one bullet struck a window of a small cafe next to the ice rink. Uh, The listed closing time of Dilworth Park is 1 a.m., but the area around the ice rink and cafe where the group was located closes at 9 p.m. It's unclear how the situation escalated into a physical altercation or how many people were with the accused shooter. Police said the man was last seen running down South Broad Street. Investigators said that they're reviewing surveillance video in the area. I know when I head out for a delightful evening, I always pack heat. Yeah, right? Yeah, we're going to go ice skating. Yeah. Take in the wonders of the city and yeah. enjoy what it all has to offer and then yeah. you bring your handgun. It's yeah. such a shame though because like that's such a nice little area. Even that little cafe that they have set up next to the ice rink, like that's a cool little place if, you know, if people are ice skating or, or even not just to go sit in there and have a drink. They serve food in there. It's great. Like, yeah, yeah. Idiots just ruined it. But Kathy, I mean, you do. You're right, Steve. You have to worry about somebody coming up and telling you that it's closed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you really have to worry about yeah, that. They they do. They have yeah. no other option Seriously. but to shoot over their heads. Yeah, terrible. Uh, even before the Eagles faced the Chiefs in Super Bowl Fifty Seven, chaos was unfolding in North Philadelphia. A group of people were caught on video uh, going going on a destructive rampage near Temple University. They flipped one car and damaged several several others. On Monday night, police released images of nine people wanted in connection with the vandalism. Uh, so in addition to the video of the car being flipped, which we've all seen, there was another video uh, from the same crowd, and it shows young people damaging another car just a few fe- a few feet away. Well, you, you can't just go into vandalism cold. You got you to gotta get into it a little <laughs> yeah. bit and flex your, your muscles a little bit. So the owner of the car, uh, not the one that was flipped, the other one, said that he saw a young woman standing on the hood of his car, so he went downstairs to tell her to get off, but he said he couldn't even get out his front door because there were so many people. Wow. Yeah. A photo shows just how many people People packed in the area at the, in the hours leading up to the big game. The roadway remained covered in trash, mostly beer cans and liquor bottles on Monday morning. Did you see that after photo? Yeah. It's like, wow. I mean, it is littered the entire street sidewalk wow. of cans and liquor bottles. Well, and, yeah, it's crazy. It, it, it did get a, the win for us. So there you go. Yeah. Damn, yeah. 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 So it, it did result in a win. God. So cars were trashed on the street. They had smashed windows, side mirrors were ripped off, as well as door handles. Another neighbor says this is not the first time her collegiate neighbors uh, have behaved poorly. They destroyed the whole block, and they don't clean up after themselves, she says. The incident happened in an area uh, with a lot of off-campus housing for Temple students. In a statement, the university said in part the university can take action against students who violate the student conduct code, and this would be in addition to any charges by police. I like the 
the fact that they, they rioted and they weren't tidy as well. They didn't clean it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At least clean Please. up after your riot. If you're gonna riot, straighten up. You know what? Though I mean, there are people that live here. Like, yes. you know what I mean, yeah. these are. It's not just a college. It's gonna uh, be a freaking nightmare. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, college students are total slobs. Oh my it's, god, the worst. Yeah. Uh, like I, uh, I went back to my old college just a couple of years ago, right before the pandemic. I went to the old uh, suite where our fraternity lived. I, I, I missed it a little bit, but I could not believe what squalor they live in. Because they think someone's coming to clean up after them. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I did. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine. What your place at least had to be. Oh, no. Oh, God, yeah, no. My yeah, room yeah, was, was like. No, wait. It was a, a Delta yeah. house. Her living space. Yeah, she was, yeah. She was the Bluto of the sorority. Yeah, but, but the common areas? Uh, Well, no, actually. Well, I shouldn't have made that comment. I mean, listen, yeah. the, a lot of college kids think that. Uh, I made a chore chart in my uh, <laughs> college house, and uh, everyone had their own chores. And we You were that roommate? Uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my uh, God. And we, Can you give me the Chore we, chart. I'm going to the bathroom. I need to it wipe was, my ass with it. It was a wheel. No, it was a wheel. Now, listen. When you live with ten girls, you have to. Otherwise, it's going to be disgusting. Oh, you have to. No, Nick. <laughs> I'm telling you. My, they were all into it. It was great. And but wait, we had it was a, a chore wheel. So you would spin the wheel each week, and oh, it so would, it's fun. It would change. Uh, your chore would change. Uh, you're uh-huh. such a nerd. To be honest, well, I, I can I appreciate that because I've, I've heard stories that like a bunch of women, especially in college, living together, can be kind of dicey. So well, I. It, it, it's ten girls. It's going to be disgusting if somebody doesn't clean something. Okay, I have questions about the wheel. Okay, here. Yeah, okay. okay. so <laughs> you would all gather together and and spin this wheel. No, no, and, no. It was she no, was, was the Pat Sajak. Oh no. Yeah. Okay, Preston. It wasn't like it wasn't like a prize wheel. It was just a wheel. You would just spin it. Oh, one, oh you would move week. it one notch you would just over, and then it. it would move you to a new set of chores. I thought Correct. you guys would all get together no, and we'd wait. spin. <laughs> right, da, 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 da. All right, you get toilet detail. Kids who's going to Puerto Rico. Uh, no, it wasn't like a prize wheel. Okay. <laughs> put the rest of it in the gift certificate. <laughs> was nope. there one uh, one roommate who was just terrible at completing her tasks? Um, uh, yes, she would wait until yes. the end of the week, and she would do it like the very last day. So we were it. we were basically standing like in disgusting mess. And Kathy Ka- would, would, would take it down to the basement, and make her face the wall, put <laughs> <laughs> it in the back of the head. A la Blair Witch Project. Yeah. But it was like no, I mean it was like vacuum. I think was one. The bathroom was one because everyone hated that. Yeah. And then it was uh, the kitchen was another one. You get kitchen detail. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, my God. Oh, God. But I can't believe it was all left up to chance that it wasn't designed in such a way where everybody got Everybody has to do the bathroom at least this many times. Oh, well, yeah. Eventually, you would make it around. Yeah. So uh, it, it, was, yeah. it wasn't okay. a free spin. It, we it, it, it was surprises. Yeah. yeah. Everything moved along in increments. <laughs> yeah, okay. I get so, it. If you want more tips on uh, a college uh, chore, chore, wheel. chore wheel, just uh, let me know. Email yeah. me. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't play chore roulette. I'm like a deer hunter. <sighs> All right, so as of now, no arrests have been made uh, in these incidents. They're saying that everything is being investigated uh, by Temple Police. A United Airlines 777 leaving Hawaii in December plunged towards the ocean for 21 seconds shortly after takeoff and came within 800 feet of sea level flight tracking oh, data show. God. Neither United nor the FAA indicated anyone was injured on the United Flight 1722 on December 18th. The plunge occurred a little over a minute after takeoff, the data shows. Uh, the plane lost more than half its altitude and came 
came within 775 feet of sea level, according to the data from Flight Radar 24. The plane gained speed as it dropped uh, from 1,425 feet to uh, 2,200 feet before regaining its climb out of the island of Maui. I was on a a passenger jet. This was years ago. I think I mentioned it on the air, and it took one of those massive dives. dives. So much so that the, uh, the air, the stewardess, um, lifted off the floor, oh, wow. held on to the chairs, and <gasps> held on, on each side. And we, we were all like, were we just watching a movie, or did that happen? Yeah. Well, well this one didn't get very far because uh, uh, 2,000 feet up is not very high right. for those guys. They get up the altitude yeah. very, very quickly. Right. So, um, But, yeah, so it was less than a minute, they yeah. said. That, so mm-hmm. it wasn't very high, but they said that uh, it did go into a dramatic nosedive for about yeah. 8 to 10 seconds before it climbed steeply again and resumed normal flight. I will be passing around the chore wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they said that the flight attendants had to... Had to comfort the passengers after it happened. Like, sure. It scary. Yeah. Scary crapless. United yeah. said it conducted an investigation with the FAA and the pi- pilots union that ultimately resulted in the pilots receiving additional training, adding the investigation is ongoing. The pilots have a combined 25,000 hours of flight. Which time. way is up again? <laughs> Seriously. All right. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Eagles returned home yesterday evening. A small group of fans lined a fence and greeted the team as they exited their plane at Philadelphia International Airport. The team was then greeted by more supportive fans at the NovaCare Complex. Sunday's Super Bowl is on pace to become the third most watched television show in history with an estimated 113 million people watching. The 2015 game between the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks on NBC holds the record, followed by the Super Bowl in 2017 on Fox between Atlanta and New England. The Sixers beat the Houston Rockets 120 123- to 104 last night in South Philly. James Harden had 29 points and 10 assists against his former team. Tyrese Maxey scored 26 off of the bench and Joel Embiid scored 23 points in 31 minutes. They're at home again tomorrow night with the game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Tip-off is at 7.30. The Flyers are off until Thursday night when they'll travel to Seattle uh, to take on the Kraken. The puck will drop at 10 o'clock. And in Clearwater, Phillies pitchers and catchers have reported to spring training. Over the weekend, Phil's reliever Jose Alvarado avoided arbitration, agreeing to a one-year deal for $3.45 million. Last season, he went 4-2 with a 3.18 ERA and two saves and 59 relief appearances. He had 12 postseason appearances for the National League champ getting the win in Game 5, uh, in the Game 5 pennant clincher against San Diego. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. A Tuesday, we have landed here together once again. We have a few things taking place. The return of our regular Tad Tuesday. We did uh, we did an Eagles uh, Tad Tuesday. Yeah, it was great. Last time around, which was cool. But this time around, we have your chance to win a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, and they are on South Street. If you've never been by there, make sure you stop by. Great guys. We had a couple of them in here last week for this event, uh, for the Eagles uh, Tattoos event. Uh, 1729 South Street to be specific, or you can go to floatingworldtattoos.com. So text the word tattoo to 39333, and you just might win before the show is up. We have a couple of really cool things taking place today. Uh, number one, we're going to talk to uh, comedian Nate Bergazzi. He's going to be um, promoting an Amazon special uh, which is available now. It's called Hello World, and uh, Casey is one. It's one of his absolute favorite comedians. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, uh, he's 
also the fact that he works clean, uh, you know, is, is is pretty wild. And uh, that yeah. special is on Prime right now. I watched it last night. It's yeah. great. It yeah. was the one I saw him live. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, the yeah. Academy of Music, which, by the way, is a beautiful room. It is. But it was it was that hour. And I just was, I was dying laughing yeah. because there, there are so many aspects of his life that I'm like, that's exactly that's right. You're right in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. Uh, so he'll be joining us around nine o'clock. And then we also have a, um, a pretty damn big concert announcement to mention this morning. We'll oh. get to that in music news close to 10 a.m. So we just want to make sure that you are on board for that information because you never know. There might be some ticket stuff going on. Let me see. Do we have to, we'll have details. Eventually. Yeah. All right, so with all that, let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report, Stupid Question. They are on the way when we get back. So hang out with us. Sun will be up in just a moment. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, let me see. We're going to give away, for the super question, answer a $50 Metro Diner gift card, a dining card. Uh, I got this from listener, and I love uh, listeners. Everybody's been sending in uh, stupid questions. It's been great. Past several months. It's like hands across America. I appreciate it. So, this is from uh, Virginia Munden. Uh, who sent this in uh, Black History uh, question. And this one, Steve, you'll know from uh, The Watchmen, mm-hmm. uh, the, the HBO series, because yes. uh, it was featured in that. But this is true. Uh, Name the former slave who became a U.S. Marshal and the inspiration for the Lone Ranger. Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. All right. Uh, Name the former slave who became a U.S. Marshal and the inspiration for the Lone Ranger, 215-263-WMMR. We're going to go through some birthdays. While we wait for your answer, today is the, well, it's Valentine's Day. Yes. 14th day of February. Valentine's Day birthdays include uh, Teller, Penn Gillette's silent partner, uh, 75 years old. He's from Philly, by the way. Uh, Yeah. Um, he's talking more than ever. He's yeah. doing a lot of documentaries. He did one great one on Houdini. Yep, and he will speak. Yeah. It's just it can shut him up. During their act, he yeah. does not talk at all. And I love that. Uh, and I love their, uh, the Fool Us uh, it's great. show. And, and I'll watch, uh, you can find a, a lot of them, uh, the episodes on, on YouTube, and I'll just kind of sit back and watch those from time to time. But uh, they're great. He's great. He's 75 years old today. Uh, actress Meg Tilly, uh, Jennifer Tilly's sister. Uh, she was in The Big Chill, yes. you remember. That's kind of a breakout role for her. A similar vocal pattern, though I think Meg is considered the more serious actress. Yes, agreed. Uh, she was also in Agnes of God and uh, a lot of fil- films throughout the year. She's 63 today. Uh, from the band Matchbox 20, Rob Thomas, lead huh. singer of that band, is celebrating his 51st birthday today. You can't deny that they uh, they had a string of hits. Yeah. yeah. And I like those songs. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they wrote... They wrote uh, poppy rock songs, uh, but really catchy and just good stuff. And he was good on his appearance on uh, "It's Always Sunny." Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, he had a cameo. On Did he? It's Always Sunny. Yeah, it was as, really funny. As himself, as yeah, pretty Thomas? much. Yeah, nice. Uh, so he turns fifty-one years old today. So happy birthday to Rob Thomas. Brought us some cool tunes. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today is Carl Bernstein, one half of Woodward and Bernstein. Uh, broke the Watergate scandal with Bob Woodward, uh, and he turns 79 years old today. 
another person who we've had the pleasure of having in our studio before, and he's great, Simon Pegg. Yes. Uh, turns a year older. He's a big part of the uh, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek reboot. In yeah. fact, wrote the full screenplay for the last movie. Nice. Uh, Mission Impossible movies as Love well. Them. Yes, um, those are great too. Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, a whole bunch of stuff. He's great. He's uh, 53 today. I think the Mission Impossible movies are maybe the only example of movies that every single one of them is better than the one that came prior. Like, they just get better and better and better as they're they go They're on a streak, man, I'll tell you that. And initially, like, the first one I thought was good, but uh, it's night and day between what they're doing yeah, now. Yeah, they're just fantastic movies. Uh, we also have uh, actor Freddie Highmore, uh, who in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, he played Charlie. Yeah. Uh, he was in Finding Neverland. He is on the series The Good Doctor. Who is I- Charlie? <laughs> Where's- <laughs> is this Charlie? He's- Where's the Chocolate Factory? Where's the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> Do you have the chocolate? Do you have the chocolate? Where's the chocolate? Uh, he is 31 years old today. <laughs> <laughs> what was that for? Uh, uh, well, he says chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, all right. So uh, we also have actor uh, Enrico Calandrazzo. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Calantoni. Um, so he used to be on the show Just Shoot Me. He was in uh, Veronica Mars. Oh, he's great. Yes. And right. he's, he plays in Galaxy Quest. Tons of roles in Galaxy Quests. He plays uh, Mathazar, yeah. the, the head of the, the alien yeah, crew. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he's great in that. Um, I saw he, him most recently in uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. He's in that. So he's just one of these guys that plays everything. Do you know who he's very well known as? He is one of the um, revered acting teachers. What? Yes. That's awesome. He is an acting teacher in Hollywood. Nice. And then Nick, who is, uh, I didn't get a chance to write it down, the guy from uh, The White Lotus, first oh, yeah. season, uh, the newlywed kind of uh, snooty guy. Yeah, his name's Jake Lacey, and uh, he was on the last season or the last two seasons of The Office. He played uh, New Jim. <laughs> Uh, and he was, uh, you know, a recurring role on that show. But yeah, his his role on the first season of uh, White Lotus, man, he was just such a douche. Yeah, I mean, he basically causes everything to come crashing down tacitly. Yeah, but he also he had a legit beef, he, he man. Totally he did. He did. He was a jerk about it, but he he had a, a legit beef. It's he not what you not say; it's how you it. say it. Exactly. Oh, he was absolutely a no, jerk in the about very it. beginning. Yeah. Yeah. No, because he did like listen. Mommy does all the work for him, you know, <laughs> and so so he had to like. No, he was given the wrong room. He was spending that much money. And he goes, and he was trying to be nice in the beginning. He's like, hey, you know. He was a dick to his wife. He was an a hole. No, I agree. I agree with both of you. I agree with both of you. I need to see this. Yeah. But he, but, but the the fact that the wife kept going, would you back off on the room thing? No, dude. It's what we freaking paid for. It's what we paid for. Couldn't let it go. And I guarantee you, if it was you, you would have done the same thing. Like, dude, no, I paid for this. That's, that's why that show is good because it, it, it gave a two sides to a a lot of characters to make you go, yeah, I can see you that, but, see but that. hang on a minute here. You yeah. know, so it's it's a really, really well written filthy. Show. So happy birthday to all of you Valentine's Day babies. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. Uh, trying to find out the name of the former slave who became a U.S. Marshal and the inspiration for the Lone Ranger, 215-263-WMMR. I have two Chris's on the line. Our first one in, though, is Chris R., it says here. Chris, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry to bother you all at work. Now, okay. we asked for you, Chris. Do me a favor. Tell me what character or what uh, U.S. Marshal inspired the Lone Ranger. Oh, that would be Bass Reeves. Bass Reeves, ah. yes. Ooh. Hang on a second. Going to give you a $50 Metro Diner uh, dining card, and you can 
Kick mealtime traditions to the curb this year. Enjoy new hearty uh, dishes like the carnitas scramble bowl and Metro Cristo. A sandwich stacked between two fried jelly-filled donuts. A jelly donut? Topped with powdered sugar. And you can visit uh, MetroDiner.com. By the way, uh, Bass Reeves, uh, the first black U.S. marshal west of the Mississippi, arrested over 3,000 criminals, including his own son. And he was one of Judge Parker's most respected marshals and is believed to be the inspiration for the Lone Ranger. Uh, so thank you, Virginia, for that uh, it's pretty amazing. bit of info. Yeah, it was really cool. Okay, so update on uh, Megan Fox Machine Gun Kelly. Please! <laughs> it seems they have not gone their separate ways just yet. No. A source. To, I think it's over. But this is what a source All is. right. A source told people that the Jennifer's Body actress is very upset with the bloody Valentine singer and that she won't speak to him. Yeah, well, is, is the idea that he might have um, had a wandering eye and a wandering penis? That I, maybe. Wandered I, over to some other woman? There's a bunch of different stories going around, but apparently the pair had a fight over the weekend before Fox let her frustrations out on Instagram. That guy at White Lotus was right! By deleting mm-hmm. photos of Kelly and posting lyrics from Beyonce's song, Pray You Catch Me. Mm-hmm. Fox later deactivated her account altogether. Uh, they haven't officially called off their engagement, but Megan took her ring off. Uh-oh. The source added, and they have, have, they have had issues in the past, but things pretty, seem pretty serious well, at they, this time. I think it's done. I think they're finished. They haven't been seen together, and they're seen together constantly. So since then, right, there's been no, no cute uh, canoodling. Yeah. Nope. Public um, and they love to canoodle in public. Yep, they did. They have Absolutely. canoodle burns. They canoodle so much. Oh yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Uh, shortly after Ben Affleck's uh, Dunkin' Donuts commercial debuted during the Super Bowl Sunday, the uh, company released a reel of outtakes to keep the fun going. I haven't seen them yet. Yeah, it, it's not too much more than what oh, really? is in the original commercial. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, it's uh it's yeah. In one exchange, he tells a customer that they have no coffee and no donuts. The customer responds by asking, "What do you have?" And a, th- a thick Boston accent, uh, Ben says, Wada. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking to people about the commercial, uh, the star said, I think people already sort of think that I work for Duncan. He said, in Boston, it was such a big deal. I think I became kind of associated with it, and this sounded like a fun opportunity uh, to kind of play with that association and a chance to come back here to shoot it at home in Boston. They are all crazy for Duncan. Like, it's not even, they're, they're not even putting on, you know, uh, airs for this. They're just, they're all Duncan fanatics. Yeah, I guess they since it started there, yeah. they've, they've had it for a long, long, long it time. It was the go-to. Yeah, Affleck also shared his own coffee order. He said, it's not all that exciting, really. It's just iced coffee, milk, and two sugars, sometimes Splenda. He said, I do sometimes have to admit of using almond milk, but... Uh, you really want to know, sometimes I forget, he said. Uh, Penn Badgley may play a serial killer on the hit show You, uh, but he thinks that people who are attracted to them need to look at that inside. Huh? Uh, the actor people spoke... are attracted to what? Uh, to serial killers. Oh. Uh, he said that... Um, uh, he spoke Entertainment Tonight recently about the role in the show and society's obsession with real-life uh, killers like Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer. He said, regarding his character on you, uh, to be fair with our show, you're meant to fall in love with Joe. That's on us. He said, Ted Bundy, that's on you. Jeffrey Dahmer, that's on Netflix. <laughs> he said, uh, that is squarely on the shoulders of Netflix. Uh, the AZA actor added that he doesn't have all the answers, but he finds the romanticization of serial killers to be a bit weird. Do you remember the series they did a while ago, and they had basically, it was hot Charles Manson. Yeah, I remember. They had a dude who looked like, like, a, like a model, like a gap model. 
I mean, listen, it, the show that he's on, you do, like, you like him. You you like his character. You like who he is. And, I mean, he's well, really a, murdering people. They play that game, you know, a lot. That That's a go-to with they'll You know, you, you're even supposed to, even in Silence of the Lambs, you're supposed to have a little yeah. bit of a an affinity for Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and you is, I mean, essentially, it started as a love story. So, yeah. you, you you know, you like this couple. Right. And you want them to, like, work out. And then it kind of And you realize that, he, that he's a serial killer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anthony Anderson uh, from Blackish spoke with People Magazine over the weekend about the Ozempic weight loss trend taking off in Hollywood, saying that he hopes that it will stop. Uh, he was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes in 2002, and he says, I will say this, it's creating a shortage of for those of us who need the medicine uh, that we need, and not for weight loss issues, uh, but for our health, he said. There's another one that's like Ozempic, O-O-O-Ozempic, and I forget the name of it. Uh, Manjaro. Is that it? Yeah, right. Yeah, I think there's like three of them. Uh, I think there's two more besides Ozempic that uh, we have, we've talked about in the past that are kind of coming up as options. Let's see if you've been paying attention. Nothing is everything pertains to... Oh, my God, I have no idea. Sky Reezy. That's Dude, the other one. That one, Sky it almost Reezy. sounds like, yeah. like, the, like the rapping, you know, with like Nothing the RZA and the SZA. Do you know what I'm talking about? A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, Nothing it, is... And the Ozempic is oh, 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 Ozempic. The rapping? So, when they're doing I thought this... You, do you guy, mean, I thought you meant rapping paper, like something that goes no, around something. No, I mean, okay. like, from the hip... Like the words that the woman says in the commercial, she's like Sky Reezy for Sheezy, and I haven't seen that. It. Oh, dude, oh, okay. you know what I'm talking about. Sky I'm Reezy looking over Marissa. See if you can get the audio for yeah, that. Yeah, but like at one point there is one bar, you know, that's what they say in the rap game, yeah. where I'm like, I feel like she's she's like a. Uh, Oh, shizzle, like, you know, all of that. Uh, the Snoop Dogg uh, talk. Is it, okay. <laughs> you I, have to hear I, what I'm I, talking I, about. Yes, but I'm having a hard time understanding you. Is this person rapping? No, she's saying actual words. Okay, but so, believe- so it's like a disclaimer or, or something, but it sounds as if there's some rhyme scheme in it. Yeah. Thank you. Foshnizzle. Foshnizzle. Right. <laughs> I thought you meant it was a parody, a commercial where they were rather than singing a jingle, they're rapping about the uh, no, um, no, Doctor Hizzle. Here's the dizzle on the <laughs> on the shizzle. <laughs> I would tend to not believe a doctor like that. Excuse me, Doctor yeah. Hizzle. Yes, uh, it's off the for shizzle. Uh, off the hizzle. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, uh, All right. There's 20 fizzles of shenizzle. You know why Snoop carries around an umbrella, right? No. For drizzle. Was there a meme for that or something? Well, I don't know. It's just a dad joke that I heard. Uh, anyway. Uh, according to E! News, Parks and Recreation stars Rashida Jones, Amy Poehler, and Aubrey Plaza all reunited for Galentine's Day. Aww. And a celebration. The holiday was uh, born through that show. We talked about that yesterday. Uh, Rashida captioned an Instagram photo with her co-stars on Monday with Happy Galentine's Day. Uh, Kerry Washington commented on the post and wrote, yes. 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 Well, schnizzle with my dizzles. While DJ Samantha Ronson wrote, love this. Oh, Samantha Ronson's in uh, that uh, collective. Plaza. Wait, why was she there? No, no. She. These are people who commented on oh. it. Oh. Yes. 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 
Plaza shared the photo to her Instagram page well, as well. I can't believe you reported that Samantha Ronson. It, I didn't write. I he's know, a journalist. I don't, I don't mean you. I mean the people that are yes. writing your press. That'd be like uh, like uh, Woodward Preston not <laughs> reporting on Deep Throat in the basement yep. there. Yep. It's, it, this is a huge story about what Samantha Ronson thought of this Instagram post, Kathy. <laughs> Plaza shared the photo to her Instagram page as well, writing in the caption, happy, happy Galentine's Day. These women keep me alive. There are three separate streaming services who also commented, Peacock, Hulu, and Prime Video. They all made sure that they got their word in all about right. how great Valentine's Day is. Faux schnizzle. <laughs> uh, did you find that? No. Uh, we're trying to find it. Marissa oh, needs your help. Me. She can't quite figure the sure part. sure it wasn't Ozempic? No, um, it's Sky Razy. Okay. Hang on. And, and, but I need him for this next thing. I so. want you. I uh, want you back in Philly. I want you. What do you need me? Watson, come in here. I want you. Uh, oh. We have a hair oh, change. And I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I have to credit Nick's dad for this story. Stop it. What? It's got to be Tony Danza. Tony Danza uh. <laughs> went through a transformation <laughs> during the pandemic. <laughs> and uh, he said, uh, I make a joke in my show. I don't want to talk about the pandemic except to say that it had a devastating effect on my hair color. The 71-year-old actor is now uh, showing gray locks in the Broadway opening of Pictures from Home. Ah. And he said, I just let it grow, and this is what happened. How old uh, is he? He is 71. He looks good. Dizzle, dizzle, my schnizzle. <laughs> added, remember that Clairol commercial? Only your hairdresser knows for sure? Well, now everyone knows for sure, he said. He's going full, I'm fully gray, like he Richard Gere. He looks uh, very Bill Weston-esque. He does. In a photo that I'm looking at uh, here. I'm going to do the top nine songs of my career. Ten would sound desperate. He's uh, he's growing it out. Uh, he's he's also got some length to it as well. Uh, so he's not the only one who's embraced the salt and pepper strands amid the pandemic. Kelly Ripa, Sarah Silverman, and Kevin Hart all shared candid social uh, media content about their grades in 2020. While Annie McDowell decided to keep her silver curls even after lockdown. There's uh, no way Kelly Ripa is. Nah. It just happened to be gray. She's not going gray. There's no way. What do you mean? You you said that she showed her grays. What is she just showing a picture? What like there's no way she's going to live with gray hair. There's oh, I thought I thought you meant there's no way that she is growing gray hair. No, no, she's I definitely just... growing gray hair. No, but um, yeah, I think I think during the pandemic is, is showed what a I picture. Said, okay, is that they, pre-die they, that some people were not getting out and getting the booty, beauty treatments they needed to get done, Got so it. they had a little bit of gray showing. No, I don't think she's kept it. Okay, but Tony's sticking with it. Yeah, it's about time. I like he's, it. He's seventy one years. It's old. like um uh, a decision. Hello, that's... Nick. Can I get you down? <laughs> I don't know about men, but at least uh, uh, at least for women, like it, it's a decision. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go gray. Like I'm gonna let my my gray yeah. grow in, and it takes a little while, like you know, hair yeah. would because of, of the growth process. But it's a decision that you know that they have to make and and stick with if they're gonna yeah. try to so do the gray thing. There is a gray hue that I think looks very flattering, and then and some uh, variations on the gray make you look older. Uh, but like Marilyn and Russell. As her hair, she went great, and it looks great. Well, you know, I think, I think at least this is just my opinion. The process of it, like going from dyeing your hair to just letting your natural gray grow in, that middle process is like sort of 
what makes you look a little bit older. Oh, okay. Once so, so it's grows, not completed. Okay, once it's yeah. completed and it grows in, like it can it can actually make them look better and make them look younger. I see what you say. As far as their hair goes, I was thinking about dyeing my beard again. I need to find a a dye that is um, uh, not going to you, be. You know what? Because uh, I'm allergic. Yeah. Okay, uh, some. I think it would look weird though after all this time. This looks good this way. The thing that you that serves you the best is keeping it at about this level. I it, keep it, it trim, yes. It, 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 so it silhouettes your your Tight. chin. You you've always that's been something of concern to you, but gives you a good jawline. But it's not too much. There's got to be something out there. There that... are there are oh, yeah. Okay. Sky Reezy. There's, there's organic Sky Reezy, uh blends that you can oh. use. No, but there are organic <laughs> things that you can use. And I, I've we just tried it once. What we, was it? Oh, An- you... Angela came in with it. Was it like um... no? It was uh, it was Nutella. Nutella. That yeah. was it. Yes, <laughs> that didn't work. Did not work. That did not work. Uh, don't, don't, you let me lick it off your chin. I think that was a practical joke, actually. So I think I read that somewhere and I tried it. You gotta try baby diarrhea. <laughs> it's all the rage. You should go into the to the salon and let them do it. That, that where Angela works, they are like the they, best. They're the best, but they're so fun. I was there the other day and I was laughing so hard at her. Like she's just a nut. Angela? Yes. Oh, I know. I know. Preston, that'd be a wonderful. Could you imagine hanging out with Angela and her buddies? Oh my god. Laying yeah. back in the chair. Yep. Well, let and it's on the you. it's on the way home for you. Yeah, it is. You can it's hit it from, meeting, right? yeah, from here to, to home. Who's you her co-worker? The, the really Billy funny? Joe. Yeah, she's hilarious, too. And uh, they, they should have, like, a podcast. If those two go at it, it's hilarious. <laughs> All right, I'll look into it. All right, so I have a couple of uh, unfortunate uh, stories of uh, people passing, and, and some of them pretty tragic. Sharon Stone's younger brother, Patrick, passed away. He was 57 years uh-huh. old. Uh, he died of, uh, he had a cardiac death due to heart disease. And what's terrible is that this is less than two years after his own son and Stone's uh, 11-month-old nephew uh, and godson, River, died due to total organ failure. 11-month-old horrible. So just tragedy uh, in this family, unfortunately. Uh, He is survived uh, by his wife, and uh, he had uh, not only Sharon as his sister, but two other siblings, Michael and Kelly Stone. So that was unfortunate. And then, uh, this is terrible too, Uh, Page Six reports that Austin Majors, former child actor who played... Um, uh, this kid on uh, NYPD Blue. Is yes. Theo Sipowitz. I remember him. Uh, he was uh, found dead at a homeless facility on Saturday. He was what? 27. Cause of death is not yet known, but um, oh. they were, they were potentially suggest- fentanyl overdoses suspected. Oh. It's yeah. horrible. Uh, Major's family confirmed the news on Monday and said in a statement that he was a loving, artistic, brilliant, and kind human being. So that's terrible. Uh, and then I think I, I think I had one more when I get all those... Uh, Get him out of the way. I think maybe that's all. You actually I should have saved the Tony Danza story to bring us up after all. Of I, I have other ones. I have other things that that are less. I'm uh, dying my pubes. Uh, okay, no, I don't have any. All right, that's good. That was the last tragic story. All right, uh, unless I have it hidden here. All right, good. Uh, let me see what else I have here for you. So, deadline reports at the at the annual. Oscar nominees luncheon yesterday. The president of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, Janet Yang, uh, called the Academy's response to Will Smith slapping Chris Rock uh, inadequate. I think uh, she's right. Uh, she said, uh, I'm sure you all remember we experienced an unprecedented event at our Oscars. What happened on stage was fully unacceptable, and the response from our organization was inadequate. Uh, we learned from this that the Academy must be fully transparent and accountable in our actions 
And particularly in times of crisis, you must act swiftly, compassionately, and decisively for ourselves and for our industry. So what should have happened is there was a full-blown assault on stage. Security should have escorted him out of the building. And, and, And that, I mean, the whole world saw that happen. But everyone was so stunned. And then he went on to win the Oscar and got a standing ovation. Well, I know. I, I also understand that and in the moment, in that time, it yeah. was like, oh. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But now I completely like, understand. Because I was. I was like. Bah, 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 bah. But now they've got a precedence. Right. And okay. if anything, uh, uh, you know, outside of the scope of weirdness happens, they're like, we need to get these people out of here who are involved Or a one-punch rule. That too. Yes. Right, but one, one punch. punch, return to your seat. If I'm, I'm remembering correctly, nobody saw it live, right? Like, we didn't really no, find I, out about it until the next day. No, I saw it live. No, the I actual don't... hit they showed. Yeah. They yeah. did? Oh, yeah. And he went back to his seat, and I remember watching it live, Nick, as he was saying, Get my uh, wife's name out your effing mouth. They edited something then. They, yeah. No, they did because when I was listening to it, uh, because I was going to sleep at that time, I was laying down and I just heard Chris Rock doing his thing and then for some reason nothing and then him just going, oh, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Yeah. Oh. I thought that the slap itself was edited out. It was. No, no, but no I on, watched it too. Because I, no. I, okay. I no, thought it was a joke. It was, yeah. So did I. It aired. Because, it, okay. No, what? It was. It didn't air it, on international TV. It aired. Yeah. On on our television because there were uh, they they cut it out. Like I, I, saw I don't audio live. wise they cut it out. Audio wise, yes. audio wise they but cut you, it out. I don't need to saw, see hear a slap to know yeah, it's yeah, a slap. Yeah. You saw him go up and hit him. Yeah. 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 Yes, that's what we're talking about. Did you actually see him hit him? Yes. Now they cut the audio because they he have a, they, they have an audio delay yeah. on that whole thing because sometimes people drop an F bomb right. at the awards show. So yes, we didn't hear what what took place. We didn't right. hear the anyway. The question is, how can she slap? How can she slap? How can she slap? How can she slap? Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are hitting the road. Uh, the fame, I thought they just did a Galentine thing. Uh, the fame duo announced uh, their first ever live tour together. Ah. Uh, titled The Restless Leg Tour, and it will feature a limited run of shows this spring. Uh, if the tour goes right, we can finally end this friendship, the pair joked in a statement. Uh, the tour, which reunites the duo who found considerable success together in the Golden Globe stage, is being produced by Live Nation. Currently scheduled as a four-city engagement. It'll kick off <sighs> April 28th in Washington, D.C., uh, they will touch down to Chicago, Boston, and Atlantic City. So here's the deal. She's from this area, right? Yeah. Did you bring a show to Philadelphia? I know. Could yeah. you could you hook a show up? So AC is about as close as they are going to get. So I don't know if you saw this this morning or not, see, but the Stephen King Children of the Corn uh, trailer has dropped. Yes. Uh, Kurt Wimmer. Did you check it out? I did not see the trailer. What did you think of it? Um, it's okay. So... Uh, they did the the movie. They did a made-for-TV movie. There's about four or five Children of the Corn movies in um, <laughs> varying levels of quality, Preston. But um, the story itself, I've always loved. I thought the original movie was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the According to the outlet, the movie follows a 12-year-old girl in Nebraska who is possessed by spirit in a dying cornfield. She recruits uh, the other children in her small town to go on a bloody rampage and kill all the adults and anyone else who opposes her. Uh, it's from a short story that uh, that King wrote. Uh, and Kurt Wimmer is uh, doing the reimagining of this. Uh, the film is expected to reach theaters on March 3rd. So it's coming around pretty quickly. You'll be able to see that. 
Um, and then we will finish with this. Barney is back. No, Mattel man. announced on Monday that Barney the Friendly Purple Dinosaur is making a triumphant return to TVs and toy shelves next year. You. <laughs> uh, thanks to the switch, though, from live action to animation. Uh. Uh, he has now uh, had a change. He's had a bit of a makeover. He's got large eyes. Um, it's got a thyroid issue. A little bit of a different look. But, no, they're going to go with an animated version, which okay. I, I think would be fine. Uh, the Barneys and Friends show aired on PBS in the U.S. from 1992 to 2010. God, that was huge. Mattel said Monday that uh, the new show, unlike the original, will be animated. So no beleaguered actor dressed up in a dinosaur con- costume uh, marching around and singing to young kids. In tone, they say it's going to follow Kill Bill 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no news to announce uh, on whether it will relaunch on PBS, but the company has confirmed streaming and broadcast partners uh, that will be announcing later this year. Who was the, um, there was an, an actress or a famous, somebody who went on to big fame after appearing as one of the kids on the Barney Maybe series. Selena Gomez? Was it Selena Gomez? Yes, I think you're right. Uh, Mattel said that the new franchise will include TV and YouTube content, as well as music and a vast array of merchandising, including toys, clothing, and books. That was one. I'm sorry. I'm go ahead. No, no. I was just saying that was one that I like. We didn't even entertain that. I was like, nope, you're not watching that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Demi Lovato was also on. Uh, Oh wow! Yeah, Yeah. Debbie Ryan. All right, and Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. (laughs) What the hell was he doing on that (laughs) show? He got a cigarette. Uh, you're you're a large kid. He just walked around and said, "Can I bum a cigarette?" <laughs> hey, we dance in the day and we have our lunch. You have a cigarette? Yeah. Are you a purple boy? Kind of dinosaur. What kind of dinosaur are you? <laughs> By the way, offshoot. Uh, if you've never seen Death to Smoochie. Uh, which obviously was a parody of the whole Barney thing. Yeah. It is hilarious. I'm sweating my balls. Off. It is. Yeah, my balls are reaching. <laughs> what are we playing here? We do have the Sky Reezy beat. Oh, we found it. Yes. All right. This is the Sky Reezy. Yes. If what you're if... just tuning in, a uh, a drug, a weight loss drug. Black psoriasis. psoriasis. Oh, for psoriasis. Yeah. Black psoriasis. Oh, okay. Well, anyhow, Casey says there's a... Woman that speaks in this, that apparently it sounds like she's spitting bars. Yes. All right, like she's rapping. Yeah. Like she's uh, a, a rapper. And none of us have... Uh, no. Have really she's Missy Elliott. All right, let's check this out. Here we go. Now there's Sky Rizzy. Rizzin Kizumab Rizza. A prescription only 150 milligram injection. Oh, oh, okay. right. You're right. Yeah. It's right. very Snoop Doggist. Yeah. So that's the actual name of the <laughs> yeah. of, of the pharmaceutical. Play it again. Yeah. yeah, and we, we, so we have it isolated. Okay. Can you put a beat under it? Yeah. Hang on. Rizzin Kizumab Rizza. What? Oh, shizum. Casey's completely right. You're totally spot on. Yeah. 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 Rizzin Kizumab Rizza. <laughs> Where's oh some God. Snoop Dogg? Do we have any music? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do we have any music? Gin and uh, Juice? Uh, we, got, we got to play something. That has to go with it. Rizm, Kizm, Ab, I don't think I had the capability. Oh, here, come on. Rizm, Ism, Kaz, Cam, Rizap. Hang on a second. Rizm. Rizm, Kizm. Kizm, Ab, Rizap. That has to be Snoop Dogg. That's hilarious. That's Rizm, Kizm, Ab, That's his technical name. Rizm, Kizm, Ab, Rizm, Kizm, Ab, we need a and listen to a little background yeah. music too. Rizzin Kizamab Rizza. Oh shizzle. Oh shizzle. Wow. <laughs> um I wonder how many takes it got for her to say that like uh, confidently. Yeah. Rizzin Kizamab Rizza. That's tough, man. Rizzin Kizamab. I'm reading it. Rizzin Kizamab Rizza. 
Risen kiss in my brizza. In full context. A brizza. Risen Kism Rizza. Now there's Sky Rizzy. Risen Kism Rizza. A prescription only like 150 Brizza. milligram injection. Right, my Brizza? Yeah, my Brizza for Schnizza. Why would you. What? <laughs> Do they always sort of mandate that you state the technical name of the drug? Yeah. Like, well, yes. not Mandy, but well, like, I, like, I do hear it like um, a lot. Yeah. Sedenafil for Viagra. I've heard sure. It, I've heard it in other. Like, like they'll they'll present the lab name for it. Alka Cell. So they uh, like you would hear. No, but this is a brand name. Right. So um, and I guess Steve, maybe because it's relatively new to the market that they. Uh, I'm gonna get this wrong, but yeah. I think that they're required to say the chemical name of it. Risen kiss my brizza. Because there's <laughs> more than one Skyreezy. <laughs> All right. That's good, Steve. Yo, you got it right away. Kissing my brizza. <laughs> Risen kissing my brizza. <laughs> How you doing, my brizza? There was a there's this guy I, another meme I saw on Instagram where there's a bag uh of like these cheese snacks and on the bag it says uh stay fresh cheese balls or something like that. And he's like, That's what I'm gonna say to my friends all the time now. <laughs> stay fresh like, cheese balls. <laughs> Somebody's pointing out that it sounds like this is part of the Double Dutch Bus uh, yeah, song. Yeah. Yes. Rizzum, kissum, dissum, zazzum. It's almost, oh my God. That's right, Cosby. Cosby. Rizzum, kissum, dissum, dissum. Risen Kism at Brizza. Give me some Risen Kism at Brizza. Benadryl. I wonder what Benadryl is. everything. What about the people, like, she's, she voiced this commercial, but the people that do those, like, medical training videos, and they have to say all of those different names. I had and... to do one. Yeah, me too. Did you have to do one? Yeah. So, yeah. I forget, it was it was actually for a, uh, something similar to a pacemaker, and it was it was a minute of the most minefield-laden, <laughs> just ridiculous. It took forever. I did a voiceover commercial with somebody once uh, for Pennsylvania Lottery, and the guy was having a tough time saying Philadelphia. Oh, Kept yeah. saying Philadelphia. Philadelphia. And they were like, no, no, it's it's Philadelphia. Like, and it took a really long time for him to get it. Oh, of course. Rhythm, Kism, Map, Rhythm, Kism, Map, Rhythm. Risen Kizamap Rizza. 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 Yo. Risen Kizamap Rizza. Yeah. Well, that was worth it. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I got a little bit nervous, man. No, well, you were right. That's right. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Cheese bags? That's what it is. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the, we have a meme here. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> and what's that from? I, I think it might be from cheese nips. I okay. don't know. Cheese nips. <laughs> so these are stay fresh, cheese songs, cheese bags. Yeah. But stay fresh, cheese kiss, bags. Kiss my cheese bags. <laughs> Casey, at the, at the 202-422 merge, when you're getting off of 76, there's a sign that says... Um, you want to make a right onto Sweetsford Road, except that it says, right on, Sweetsford Road. And every time I read it. Right on, Sweetsford Road. Right on, sweet sister. That's right. Stay That's fresh. Great. All right, here we go. We have uh, clips to play. So the masked singer is back for another season of good tunes and celebrity guessing games. But what happens when you're singing as another character? In this clip, former contestant Matt Vogel. Oh, my God. Talks about the difficulties of portraying Kermit the Frog. Here we go. I kept asking along the way. I was like, how much do I change my voice? Like, just maybe I just sing as me. 
and start there? Or, or what do I do? And they said, no, we, we want it to be Kermit. We want it to sound like Kermit. Some people just kind of change their voice like 10% or something. I was trying to go for an essence of something, you know, that felt like Kermit, but also didn't. I don't give a f- <laughs> Matt Vogel, is the actor? Is he an actor? Yeah, he's a, yeah. This is a voiceover guy from Sesame Street. Uh, cause I was oh, also- my God! Uh, I was thinking of Mike Vogel. That's the guy who's That's, from this area. He was, yes. was thinking under of. the dome. Yeah. I mean, and, I like him. And um, Cloverfield. Yes. That too. All right. Different guy. Mass Singer, season nine, returns Fox night, eight o'clock. Here's the next clip. Not every actor has the opportunity to relax while filming, but that was not the case for the cast of At Midnight. And here, actress Monica Barbaro. Uh, discusses working working with director uh, Jonah Fengold in Cancun. Jonah is, <laughs> he's like as New York as you could possibly get. And he's just like sitting back in Mexico in his like director fits and just in enjoying. I mean, that makes it sound like he was on vacation. But it was like this weird thing where we all, we all love what we do so much. We were enjoying that and we would have enjoyed it anywhere but then also so happens to be that we're in this stunning location shut the f- up uh nick just pulled up a picture of this gal she's like super duper pretty she um, is very much so monica and it's, uh, barbaro whitney cummings is in this as well at midnight is out now on paramount plus and <laughs> there you go that's your entertainment report for today uh we have a concert announcement coming up later on this morning uh closer to 10 o'clock in music news we have a tattoos day it is a chance for you to win a president steve show theme tattoo from floating world tattoo and piercing Text word tattoo to 3933 and, 333 and uh, Nate Bergatze will be on the show later today, too. So let us take a break. We got bright, sunny skies to drive into this morning on the way to work. We'll be back in just a moment, so hang out with us. MMR rocks. Dave Matthews Band. Wild words you say. Friday and Saturday, July 21st and 22nd at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. But you can beat the box office this week with MMR. Pierre's got tickets each day for the Saturday DMB show. And Preston and Steve's Word of the Week prize? A pair of seats for night one and pit tickets for night two. Details at WMMR.com. Dave Matthews Band and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We have a song uh, to play here. All right. All right. I haven't heard this yet. All right. I don't know how this is going to roll out, but let's see how this goes. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> You heard it first. It is exclusive. <laughs> I'd put a, li- put a little effect on the voice. Just all a little right, bit for show. I right. love it, though. Um, all right, Case, uh, I need my... Oh, no. I thought it was Bizarre Foul Time. It's not Bizarre no, Foul Time. No, it's not. It is time uh, to talk about something that Kathy had mentioned to us. And this was... Uh, we actually were going to discuss this last week, but we got too embroiled in all things Eagles and uh, Casey's big game adventure and all that. I think it was on Friday when we had a conga line of guests coming through. So, uh, Kathy had told us, so there was something that happened. How do you want to tell this yeah, story? Yeah, no, it was a friend of mine. I actually... A friend text- of yours, okay. Yeah, I texted her to see if maybe she wants to call in. You guys know who she is. Um, hopefully she'll call in and then you'll hear who it is, but um, so she also was very busy um, over the past couple of weeks with, uh, with the Eagles and, you know, she has three 
kids. And so she had her husband uh, take her son to a birthday party. And so the son dropped, uh, or the, the dad dropped the son off at the birthday party. And he, you know, called to check in with the wife and was like, dropped him off. He's, you know, he's great playing with all his baseball buddies, you know, whatever. <laughs> and so she said, she goes, baseball buddies she's like this isn't it's none of his baseball team is at this birthday party he's like yeah no he was he was playing with all his baseball friends and he she was like no and so she looked at the invitation and the party was the following week so the husband had dropped his son off at a birthday party and they he the kid knew obviously maybe there were some friends from school or whatever but the kid wasn't invited to the birthday party and so now the, the husband leaves and the kid is at a birthday party that he wasn't invited to and i guess maybe knows a few people not sure oh, and he's like sucks. and he's like what do i do do i go back in for him what what do i do okay so i, I have a question so it, it but he knew the people at the house that he dropped him off at so oh so it was at like a, a place it it was like, Oh. Yeah. What are the odds yeah. of that? I thought he dropped him off at somebody's house. Yeah, and, and it was a complete stranger. He had no idea, and like saw the balloons <laughs> out front. Was like, "Hey, yo, kid, all right, have fun." Ooh, you know? thank you. No, it was a um, place, and and so, uh, but I guess the kid knew there was somebody from his baseball team, so he he knew you know somebody, and they just wow. assumed this was the party. And so, in the neighborhood, some of the parents were saying, "Like, we did, we saw him, and we were wondering." Why he was there, like who he would have known that he was at this party. So it's okay. So it's at a place, it's at a facility. Uh, he was going there to be a part of a party that wasn't until next week. Correct. But he happened, there were some people that he did know there, but it was a party he wasn't invited to. Correct. And they, he just kind of. Crashed it basically. Yeah, I guess so. to them they look like this kid crashed their party. Oh but, but it, it sucks guess- because you're at a party you weren't invited to. And uh, no one's going to bring it up, I assume. Oh, we didn't, we didn't invite you. What are like, you doing what, here? What is he doing here? Like, I know that's what I'm thinking as a mom. Uh-huh. Like, you know exactly who you're inviting. And you, you you know, it's like a process. You don't want to leave anybody out or anything like that. And so he, now this kid walks in, you're like, oh, he so wasn't did, on the list. Did dad recognize some of the kids? Because, I mean, why would you leave? Yeah, how old is a kid? Right. I mean, why uh, would you leave a kid? Case elementary school. Oh, no. Yeah. So, so. Who who waved off and said, "Oh, we got him now." I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but he I mean, and so she's on the phone going, "The party's next week. Whose party is he at?" And the husband was like, "I don't know." It don't was know. a retirement party for Bernie Schmalzel. Oh my God! Uh, what? what uh, um, yeah, that's that's kind of because usually, don't you? Is when you go to drop a kid off, don't you? <laughs> Find an adult to say, uh, well, yeah, you, you talk to the person who's hosting yeah, yeah, the party yeah, yeah. and let them know you're there. Right. And, and, uh, and, and I know he wasn't invited, but we brought him anyway. And just double check on the time. <laughs> you double yeah. check on the time yeah. of when, when you're, you're supposed to come back and yeah. pick him up. And do I need to stay? Yeah, but you know stuff. what? Preston, I, I brought little Steven and he's here. And I know you didn't invite him and didn't want him here, but I'm bringing him here anyway. Could feed him and make him give him a good time. I'll be back in an hour. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Those places, like those sky zones or whatever, it, it gets kind of crazy. And you're like, oh, oh, okay. All right. You found the group. Okay. All right. I'll I'll be, I'll be back, all right? Yeah. Isn't that protocol, though? Right? You you find the adult. You, you find the you parent do, yeah. of the child who's having the birthday. Right? Or somebody. Yes. Right. <laughs> somebody. You if you yeah. can. Like, I'll watch you, little fella. Yeah. Typically, they're running around, too. So, like, listen, yes, that, that's normally what you do, but I could easily see somebody being like, all right, you're good. You, you found your buddies. All right, I'll be back in two hours. Uh-huh. Well, so, I <laughs> do mean, you recognize anybody here, kid? <laughs> it wasn't a party, but uh, just a couple of months ago, uh, my daughter was going to the movies with her friends. The mother bought the movie right. tickets. The father <laughs> dropped them off and took them to the wrong theater. <laughs> so, and they sat and, there, right? And they just sat there. He he dropped them off, and then he took off, and he left, and he was gone, and they were stuck at the Regal Edgemont. And 
All right, so if you've dropped your kids off at the wrong place, we want to hear about it. 215-263-WMMR. Or if you've been dropped off at the wrong place uh, as a kid, I definitely want to hear about that, too. And, Steve, there is the explanation. Like Casey said, the dad dropped off this situation. The dad dropped off. Yeah, I think we're going to see a common theme. A mom would go in and say, where's the parent? Okay, my kid's here. Some dads maybe just There's drop a, them off. A, a great, and it's, it's similar to this, but it's not the same thing with dropping off your kids. But the, the woman, it's from a movie called What's Up, Doc? And Madeline Kahn plays this sort of snooty, you know, woman, and she's all done up. She's got a little clutch purse, and she gets two addresses screwed up. And so <laughs> they, they take her down to, like, the, you know, like the docks, like the dingy docks. And, and the, the cab driver drops her. She goes, are you sure this is the right place? And she goes up the steps and knocks on, hello? Like, she's there, pressed, and she's got her little, her little outfit and her bonnet on. And the door opens a little bit, and there's a guy tied to a chair oh, and two guys <laughs> punching him in the face. <laughs> you know, so it can happen like that. Man, I used to, I remember what, in, in the days of taking uh, kids to parties, when, when my kids got older, enough to where you as the parent didn't have to stay oh, at the oh. party anymore. Is that, is that like is that the being oh. released from jail? Oh my, yes. oh my yes. gosh. Yes. Yes. So I could see why why you might want to beeline it out of there once oh. you're free, but but I'm sure that to me I don't think <laughs> like this guy, I don't know what the screw up was, but you definitely want to make sure that someone there right, right. is with the party you're with. But you you do want to just I, you good good. I see you later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm out of here. Yeah. Does anyone here get some stuff done? Does anyone here look remotely familiar? Good. I'll be back in three hours. No, it it does. It frees up two, three hours for you. You're like, oh yes, he has a party. Mm -hmm. Like Uh you have the day for you to do something. Yeah, I never got dropped off um, in the wrong place. My mom did drop me off at at a school one time. It was like summer classes or something that were you know like fun stuff for kids. Uh, that, were, that was happening at the uh, at the grade school, at the elementary school. Welcome to Little Turks, little fella. And she had she had dropped me off there late, and I walked into the school, and I didn't know where to go. Oh. And I ended up, and I walked into some classroom, and I walked in the door, and everybody's in a big circle around the room, and they're doing some oh, type man. of activity. And I walked in, in the middle of it, and I was like a kindergarten. Hell, Satan. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> but I got upset. I started crying and stuff. Of course. Oh my god! You freak yeah. out. I was out of place. I didn't know. I didn't know anybody. That's why you always, I think, and I don't have kids, but you, I think you, you walk. Here you go. This is the person who'll be your contact. And yeah. Now I'm going to go and leave you for a few hours and enjoy life. I was slightly traumatized by that. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, let me go to some calls. I have Dan on the line. Hi, uh, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good. What's up, buddy? Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you. All right. So here's the situation. We were moving from an apartment into a house, and <laughs> I'm ashamed to say that we left our daughter. Behind. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait. Oh, my God. You left the daughter where? Oh, she was in the apartment. She went to the bathroom. Oh, my God. My oh. wife and I oh thought God, that dude. she was in the car. Dude. How old was she? Oh, man, she was three. Oh, oh man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you just get confused? Did you think your wife had her and your wife thought that you had her? Yeah. I can see so, that happening, especially so, in the hubbub of moving. Yeah. I'm sorry? Hey, but you're moving. There's a multitude Confusion. of things going on. You get confused, but you, you both thought she was in the car. Yeah, I thought she was in her car. She thought she was in my car. <laughs> How oh my far God. was the house from the apartment? Um, a day's drive, like twenty minutes. Oh, all right. oh my that's God. a good way. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. a good. Yeah, yeah that's forty it was, it was minutes. Pretty far, but as soon as we got there, we looked at each other and we're like, "Where's Kate?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Dan, how old was she at the time? Three. Sir. 
She was three. She was three. That's oh my god! So she was in the in an empty apartment. Yeah, by herself. Maybe she thought you were <laughs> oh setting her god. up with her first place, right? Oh my god! I hope so. Yeah. I don't know, man. But I'll How did she that. come? Yeah, she comes out of my most embarrassing moment as a parent. Sure, oh she god. comes what? out of the bathroom and the place is empty. Was she yeah. crying when you guys went back? Um, no, she actually had a really, really ugly look on her face. <laughs> like, how could you leave me? <laughs> you guys are such dicks. Disappointment uh, yeah. in you. You call parents. yourself yeah. parents. Basically. Oh, my God. I, I, listen, I can completely understand that happening. Uh, Dan, how old is she now? Uh, right now, she is 30 years old. <laughs> 30 <laughs> years old. Had, does she ever bring it back up? Oh, all the time. Yes, of course. You have to. Every time we get together, she's like, you remember the time you left me? Oh, <laughs> you don't love me. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate that. My aunt had four kids, and uh, the youngest, I think, was they went shopping, and so she had her in, like, the, uh, you know, the car seat in the uh, in the shopping cart, and they got in the car. She got all the kids in, and, and the one kid went, we should probably go get the baby. And my aunt was like, <laughs> what? And she turned around, and they had left the baby in the shopping cart in the store. Oh, the store. Ran back in and had to grab her. If you, if you were to pass, like you see a kid, a baby sitting in a, in a cart in a store, <laughs> you would probably think someone it was all just grabbing something quickly. But would you stand there and just watch oh, yeah, to I, make sure? Oh, I, I would. Yeah, yeah, like that, yeah. yeah. Where I, I, I mean, I look a little bit creepy, but I'm like, I need to make sure that I like that this kid is safe. You know. Well, I'm always like, people find kids. Like, yeah. this could be my next kid. Mm. I'll just wait here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me go to Ed. Uh, Ed, good morning. Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. What's up, buddy? Uh, not too much. So I have two boys. Uh, they're about three and a half years apart. And I was told to bring a child to a birthday party. Oh, my God. So I have, yeah. Wasn't told which one. Just bring your just. <laughs> Maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. That's incomplete. Yeah. All right. So basically, both kids are in the car. We go to the Chuck E. Cheese. I'm like, hey, whose birthday party is this? To my older son. He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, all right, well, how do you not know whose birthday party is? He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, great. Well, let's go in. Oh, my God. So we go inside. Uh-huh. Mind you, now, if you'll notice, Father of the year, I have officially left the younger one in the car. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, you know, there's Here. all the buckles, the straps, all that stuff. <laughs> so we go inside. I go up to what I think is the group, and I'm like, hey, I'm here for Ryan's birthday party. The mom looks at me. She goes, no, you're not. I'm like, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. This is Cash. He's here for Ryan's birthday party. That kid's not here for this party. I was like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Like, I'm here for the birthday party. <laughs> Finally, the mom goes, look around you. None of these kids are this age. <laughs> and then another little kid goes running up and goes, oh, my God, that's Parker's brother. And I realized I brought the wrong kid. <laughs> you brought the wrong kid inside. <laughs> <laughs> so basically now I have to go back outside, admit that I've left the younger one in, in the car. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I open up the door. I'm like, Parker. <laughs> You know someone named Ryan? 
Oh, Ryan, so and so. All right. Go inside. I'm like, here you go. Here's your gifts. I'll see you in an hour. Yeah. Like, out of there as quick as possible. I keep a whole bunch of kids in the car just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have kids for all age ranges. Good, Ed. Thank you, man. Um, so my son played soccer with uh, you know as a kid in the neighborhood, and and you, you do these carpool things all the time, and and uh, it, it was like pretty late in the night, and. And Seamus wasn't home yet, so I called the guy who was supposed to be bringing him home. I'm like, hey, bud, uh, you know, are you guys on your way home yet? And he was like, oh, he's like, I'm so, he's like, I didn't know. And so Seamus was left at the soccer field. And at this point, it was dark when I had showed up to the soccer field. He was like, I'll go get him. I was like, no, I'm like, I'll go get him. But like. Your son got in the car and let you drive away without saying hey. And never mentioned it. Never mentioned one thing. But kids do that, right? But you know what? It ended up being a blessing in disguise because when I had gotten to the field, Seamus was with another teammate. So they had two coaches, by the way, and there were two entrances to the field. And coaches are not supposed to leave. When, like, I coach my son's yeah. basketball team. I don't leave the parking lot until the last so kid the has kids, been picked yeah, up. Yeah, right, right. And so the, the coaches thought. You kids good, I got to leave. <laughs> but uh, what ended up happening was another kid's parents got their signals crossed. So Seamus was just kind of waiting there in the pitch black with this other kid on his team. The mom thought the dad was picking him up. The dad thought the mom was picking him up. And then he was stuck there. This kid doesn't even know his own phone number. So I can't even call his parents. Oh, man. So now I'm stuck there this with this kid because I need to make sure his parents are going to pick him up. And now I'm trying to call the coaches to see if they have the, the parents' phone numbers. When parents get phone calls from numbers, they don't. They, they're nobody answers a phone right when they don't know the phone yep. number. So now I'm calling and nobody's I picking have up. Your son and I have a company. Yeah, what you're going to scare the crap out of no, no matter what you do. But then, how, how did you how did you take care of it? Well, eventually I texted. I got a, a cell number that I was able to text to say, "Hey, I have your kid." <laughs> I want a million dollars in unmarked bills. No. <laughs> I just picked up your son from yeah. soccer practice. But nobody was even close to the field that they could drive him home, so I just gave him a ride home. But, I mean, honestly. Where do you want to go, son? It was a it was a blessing in disguise that my son was left at the field. Otherwise, this kid would have been all by Alone. himself. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and, like, the parents, you know, getting their, their lines crossed, like, that happens all the time. I just had to pick up my friend's daughter at school because she was running late. It was, like, a running late thing. Well, the kid didn't see her mom immediately. Um, you know, and you wait in car lines, and, and so she ran, went to get on the bus, and then the teachers are going to get her off the bus. Like, it was just, like, this crazy mess. I mean, eventually we got well, the kid, but... When you're a kid, and you're, like, I remember, I remember walking out of elementary school when, on, like, the first day when I took the bus ever, walking uh, out there were, like, 11 buses in a row. I'm like, oh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. what do I do? Which one? Yep. Uh, let me go next to Paul. Hey, Paul, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? What's going on, um, Paul? So my mom left me at the mall. Okay. Like, just left. <laughs> Drove home. Wait, you guys went to the mall together. <laughs> was she abandoning you or yeah. was it an accident? I never saw her again. <laughs> I, I made Here's some money to buy clothing. <laughs> There's a food court. <laughs> when you're married, come visit. <laughs> Yeah, I walked all the way home. She took me back to the mall and left me there again. You're my son and I love you, but it takes too long for you to answer. I'm leaving you at the mall. Listen, I love you to death, but I can't wait for answers that long. You're now living at the mall. The Zephyr Mall was being built. She would go to the Cherry Hill Mall and run around all the department stores, and I'd have to keep up with her, and she would just get in the car and leave. 
More than once? Paul? How old are you? You were being abandoned. If she takes you to a mall that's not even (laughs) coming soon, you know, there's just a construction site and a a plaque showing what it'll look like. I tried so many times to abandon that child, and it just kept coming back. I was just waiting for an answer. Do you want to? I don't want to go to the mall. Uh, (laughs) Mommy, I don't want to go. All right. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Would love to hear about what happened. But I will say, though, we were anti having like our kids having cell phones up until my son was left at practice. And I was like, "Ah, this is why. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, what does a 10 year old need with a cell phone? It's like, well, you know, uh, if they need to get in touch with you on, you know, and if they want to order a thousand dollars worth of Grubhub, something like that, you know, (laughs) you know, and honestly, to that point, I wonder how how these uh, these Apple tags um you know yeah. so you talk about having a phone or whatever being able to locate or freaking out because you can't find uh your your kid yeah for, for the, kathy you just picked up some right yeah i mean you know besides the obvious implications of stalking someone yeah but for a tag for a kid to me that makes kind of a, a sensible Absolutely. decision you know all right i've got uh savannah on the line savannah good morning good morning hey what's happening okay so a couple of years ago, one of my friends was visiting back from Israel, and I got invited to go hang out with her and a couple other people. And my dad had gone to drop me off. So he dropped me off at the house and left, and I was knocking on the door, and nobody's <laughs> answering the door. So I had to call him, and I was like, I don't think that you dropped me off at the right place. So he comes and picks me back up, and he puts in the address again, and he's like, Wow, I'm an idiot. I pass by this address every single day. I don't know how I dropped you off. <laughs> so how how far was the address he dropped you off at at the actual address? What did you say? How far was the address he dropped you off at from the address you were supposed to be at? Probably like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Was it like a, the same street, just like a north or south? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Oh, wow. That happened. So we get, yeah, we have a very similar address to our address in our neighborhood. And I could see where, you know, you put in a GPS or whatever and you end up at the wrong house. But I, again, I think, and, and this has to happen, Preston, at a certain point where you think your kids are old enough where you're like, okay, here you are. Yeah. Have a good time. But I do that, but you always wait until they get into the house. Even when, like when I'm dropping yeah. my kids' uh, friends yeah. off at their houses. I wait there to make sure they get through the front door, and then I drive away. But I do it with adults. Yeah. Okay, no, I, I got him here. I'm fine. <laughs> I do. Like, I'll drop my friend off if we go somewhere, and I'm like, if it's at night, I wait for her to get inside. Yeah, yeah we're the same way. Yeah, most definitely. Just in case. Yeah. I'm sure our window's open. Uh, let me go to <laughs> Blair next. Hi, Blair. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Blair, what's your story? So this happened to my brother, but when he was younger, he was going to a Cub Scout meeting. My dad dropped him off at the church, and then when the meeting was over, my dad went to pick him up. While my dad was gone picking him up, my brother walks into the house and looks at me and my mom and goes, ooh, that was a long walk. <laughs> oh, no. And then my dad comes home in a panic. So there was um, there was no meeting, and he dropped There was dro- no meeting. They decided to go on a trip, and they did not let my brother know. Did he earn a badge? for that? Uh, yeah, right? Some sort of yeah. a navigational uh, skill yeah. badge. I, I fought off a drug addict. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was over a two-mile walk. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Thanks, Blair. Uh, I would imagine it happens more than we realize. You just, you just, you F up. You, you did the wrong thing. I can see that in the normal daily travails of having multiple kids or one kid or whatever, or whatever you're doing in the process, you just get 
distracted. Yeah. And so that happens. All right, hang on. How about, Chuck E. Cheese with Paul. How about this one? Let's go to Bill. Hey, Bill, good morning. Good morning, guys. Got Dukes. Got Dukes. What's up, man? Hey, so uh, I was on a family vacation with my, my family in uh, Aruba. I have uh, four brothers and a sister. We were uh, on the bus, and it was a long day, and I fell asleep. And I'm the eldest of the, of the group. So uh, I guess I fell asleep and uh, woke up about an hour and a half, two hours later. I'm like, where's my family? <laughs> they just got off the bus and didn't notice I wasn't there. So, so the bus drove away. And fortunately, I was old enough that I could navigate my way back to the hotel. But I was oh like, thanks, God. guys. You're in a Caribbean I island and you, <laughs> wow. you had to find wow. your way back to the hotel? Yeah, fortunately, Aruba's not too big, but I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I, it's big enough. Yeah. It's an island. I'm yeah. not going anywhere. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, and so uh, what did your family say? Uh, they said, oh, we just we just thought you had gotten off the bus faster and ran into the hotel or something. And they were like, oh, yeah, we, we figured you had it. You were. <laughs> we trained you. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's a lot of confidence. Yeah, it is. Damn, no I, I can only imagine what the level of freak out is when you have misplaced oh, a kid. Oh, my God. Right? Especially in this day and age. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fortunately, it's never happened to me, but, but I've had a moment of panic where, you know, the kid is somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and nearby, and, and maybe for... A minute or two at top that you know that that they you can't find them. It's terrifying. Yep. It's absolutely the, the worst goes through your mind immediately. I had it happen at a Phil's game one time, and Ben was probably six or seven. And yeah, Preston, it was maybe a minute, maybe a minute tops. And that minute was terrifying. Your heart is in your throat, and you're just like, oh my god. And then you find him, and everybody's okay. But man, it uh, yeah, it, it it stays with you. All right, hang on here. Let's go to let's go to Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning, you beautiful people. Oh, <laughs> you're beautiful. What's up, bud? What's going on, y'all? So uh, me and a, two friends of mine, when we were 13, got dropped off at uh, what was supposed to be a bar mitzvah party we were supposed to attend. Right. Uh, my friend's mother ended up dropping us off at the wrong hotel, same <laughs> hotel, but different location. And we ended up crashing a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> going to what was supposed to be bar mitzvah party. Kevin, I, I think you could, on, on first glance, could easily confuse a... A, a bar mitzvah with a with a wedding. There's a lot of well, we yeah. yeah, we walked in and it like looked like it, but we didn't see any kids. It was obviously like a bunch of twenty something, <laughs> and we just walked in with a bunch of confidence and started getting food. And at that point, we just blended in, I guess. That, that's great. And so, how did they finally figure it out? We did have a group approach us like after about forty five minutes or so, asking who we were. Right, um, we're with the we grill. We told them the story, <laughs> and we were like, we don't know what to do. Like the other place is at least a half hour from here, so they let us party for the night. Oh, that's awesome. I think that should be the sequel to Wedding Crashers. Yeah, kids attending a bar mitzvah. I love it. Yeah, it was pretty much that. Yeah, we were we would joke about it. we saw Wedding Crashers. Actually, we were like that was us. That's great. That's <laughs> nice. hilarious. Thanks, Kevin. Man, we got some good calls coming up here. We're gonna have to break shortly, but uh, I want to go to. Ed. Hey, Ed, you are on the air. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Good. What's your story, Ed? Oh, I got a good one. At the time, I used to work third shift. Okay. Saturday morning, my kids got an all-star baseball game. <clears throat> okay. Take my three kids. Now their cousins want to go. I got seven kids I'm taking with me. Wow. Just me. Yeah. It's a handful. At the time, at the time we owned a, one of those big 15-passenger vans. We go to the game. Kids do their thing. We everybody wants to leave. All right, we go to leave. 
we get all the way home, we're short two kids. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Five, seven. <laughs> yeah. Listen, as long as we were over four, I consider it a win. Right? No, no, Nobody noticed. I asked everybody. We're all here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> go home. Two kids short. We go back. See the two kids on the field. They never even knew we left. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Nice. <laughs> oh, happy ending. Yeah, the wife, wife never found out either. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> when, at what point, how many years later did you confess? Um, she still doesn't know about it. Thanks, Ed. Uh, okay, this sounds very, very interesting. I will go to Joe. Hi, Joe. Yeah, hey. Hey, bud, you're on the air. Go ahead. So this was back in the late 80s, and I was working a summer job as a maintenance man in an apartment complex. Beginning a summer vacation, a mom drops off her two elementary school-age kids to stay with grandpa for the day for summer vacation. Mm -hmm. Well, the kids knock on the door, no answer, no answer. They finally were smart enough to walk up to the office, and the office calls us like, hey, can you go check on uh, so-and-so in this apartment? We go in and check. The grandpa had passed away in his sleep overnight. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My God. We found him in his bed, cold as ice. And then we're like, well, what do we do? We've got these two children up at the office. Oh, my God. And we kind of sneak back into the office and go, can you, like, try to call the parent? Because do we have a contact for him? Because he's gone. He's flat out gone. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. So how did this get resolved? Uh, they finally managed to get a hold of one of the parents, I guess, you know, either the kids. I mean, they, they were a little bit older. Elementary school, they probably knew, you know, mom's phone number or something. Okay. But mom had just. Kids ever play with the dead body? Oh, my God. You know, it's like, you know, we don't want to tell them. And no. What do you do with that? Yeah. Oh my God, that's the worst. And, and and so I guess the the parents didn't need to wait to go in, or they just kind of dropped them off and left them. That's crazy. Yeah. They, they spent did. the afternoon watching Matlock. All right. Thanks, Joe. That's insane. <laughs> sure. Jeez. All right. Uh, Katie was on hold for a long time. Let me go to her last call here. Hi, Katie. Good morning. Hi. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, Katie. What's your dropped off story? Okay, well, I actually thought of a second one while I was on hold, but the one I called in about was when I was in kindergarten. There was an arrangement with the bus driver because my mom was a waitress and she worked certain lunch shifts. And on those days, I was to get dropped off at my babysitter's house. We live in this little we lived in this little neighborhood in Rosemont called Garrett Hill. Um, well, the bus driver must have forgotten what day it was and drops me off at my house. There's no one there. My mom's work was in Devon, um, so I'm standing outside my house crying. It's like a neighborhood of twins. The, the lady, like, two houses down, it's like, come in. We'll call your mom. We'll call your mom. And I'm like, I can't go in a stranger's house. Right. Oh, <laughs> right. She's my neighbor. Yeah. Um, so instead of doing that, I left my house in Garrett Hill and walked to Holy Child, which How? meant crossing Lancaster Avenue by oh Villanova. God. Whoa. A woman... I'm on Lowry's Lane, like, approaching um, approaching Lancaster Avenue. A woman pulls over and, like, tries to help me. And she, I don't remember what she said, obviously, but she crossed me at Lancaster Avenue. 
my parents, of course, in hindsight, were like, why didn't she keep you? Why didn't she get you help? For all I know, she may have followed me slowly in her car. I don't know. Right. Well, you're, you, but, you're not going in a house. You're not going to get in a car with a stranger. Yeah, definitely right. not. Right. Wow. So, so I show up at Holy Child where my two sisters were in, like, I don't know, probably like seventh and eighth grade or sixth and seventh grade or something. And I'm like, you know, tear stained. And I go up to the um, secretary and they all knew me because of my sisters. And I'm like, could you call my sister? And they call my sister and she comes out. She's like, what are you doing here? Oh, my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, wow. the babysitter's calling my mom at work saying Katie never showed up. So my mom is completely panicked. So my sister calls my mom at work and finally is able to, like, tell her, you know, Katie's here at school. So I, at five years old, walked, like, two miles, including across Lancaster Avenue, uh, under yeah, the... Yeah, Lancaster, that's, oh. that, that's... Adults don't like to negotiate that. So yeah. it, it, I'm, in, I'm impressed because kids have no, like, awareness of, like, where they are or, you know, they're, they're not paying yeah. attention. So the fact that you... Yeah. Knew where you were and knew where to go is really impressive. And then, no, wait, like, if I saw a five-year-old walking across the street, I would I would have picked them up. Like, I would have gone to... Get in the car! Them. No, we're taking them somewhere. Like, I would have not let them cross the street. I'm on the radio. It's okay. Um, but the other one that I just remembered, same neighborhood, um, I was spending the night, like, halfway up the street with a friend. Um, my two sisters were at a sleepover individually, so my parents were like, woo, night off, like, we're going out. Middle of the night, I, or like, you know, like late at night, I, I don't know about middle of the night, but I decide I can't spend the night in this house and I'm crying hysterically. So the mom walks me down to my house where no one is home, <laughs> oh my God. opens the front window what? on our porch <laughs> Get in and puts me, in through, puts me in through the window. Wow. <laughs> Play with the color wow. yourself. Yeah. That's okay. To my house where there's no one. And you know, this is like 1980, something early 80s. Call, get the landline. Call my grandmother who lives in uh, Bryn Mawr. I'm like, uh, ma'am, I couldn't spend the night there. And she just, her mom just brought me home and like put me in. My father, um, I could hear. We could. Hear, my mom could hear the door get kicked in. Up you you have a bad history with being. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Katie, you have how, a bad history. How uh, how how uh, insane were your parents over the fact that this woman did this? Literally, like my mom. My mom says I could hear the door get kicked in when wow. he went to my neighbor's house that night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, pissed off. Well, That's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Well, congratulations on still being alive, Katie. We're very happy I for was you. Just gonna here, yeah. Right? All right. Thank you for the call. Wow, that's nuts, man. That was that's crazy. Yes, that uh, uh, almost as much as being dropped off at the site of a projected mall. Yeah, that's purposely right. <laughs> purposely dropping off a kid knowing that no one's there. That's wild. All right, interesting. Well, I'm glad it ended up being all right with your friend, Kat. Yeah. Uh, and uh, enjoyed the party. Yeah, uh, he had a good time at the party, which is cool. Wow. All right. Well, thank you for your stories. We do appreciate it. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. The Bizarre File on the way. Don't forget, we have uh, Tattoos Day today. You want to win a Preston and Steve themed tattoo from Floating World Tattoo of Piercing. Text word tattoo to 39333. We'll come back in just a moment. Hang out. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's, it's not fancy. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. By the way, it's uh, Steve's anniversary today. Yes. Steve and Claire's anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. 26 years. Wow. How many years for you guys? 
What's that? How many years for you guys? Uh, let's see. It's 2023, so this will be our 24th. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, uh, we're, we're right neck and neck with you. Valentine's and anniversary, having them on the same day really makes a big difference because you never forget. an easy one. And we are doing one of those... We're good, you know. Yeah, yeah she's getting, same here. She, some, she got her flowers and stuff like this, this this time because last time was the 25th, and we kind of, you know, did a little bit more for that. Yeah, so yeah. good for you. But uh, I'm blessed to have her in my life. I love her dearly. Uh, real quick, I'd like to do a shout out, and I know we got a couple of butt plugs here to do before we get to the bizarre file. But this is uh, this one is from uh, Morgan uh, Lisek. Hmm. Uh, it says, "Hey, Preston." No relation, right? No, it's actually spelled differently than yeah. my best friend Steve. But um, hey, Preston, I'd love if you could give a shout out to my fiance. Say Cody hmm. uh, for Valentine's Day or whenever is convenient. Uh, we're a huge fan of the show. We just got engaged on the 11th. Uh, thank you guys. And also, they would like a big yoo hoo from Steve if possible. So. That's a big one. Yes. Uh, and then I wanted to mention uh, this. This is a celebration coming up this Saturday. It is. The 100th birthday of our favorite Marine Corps veteran, Roland Scarinci. Wow. Yes. Uh, he is celebrating his 100th year birthday. <sighs> He's awesome. This Saturday from 4 to 8. And it's going to be at uh, the FOP Lodge 5. And the Marine Corps, law enforcement, families behind the badge, everybody's getting on this, uh, hosting this very special event. Uh, tickets are fifty bucks. Includes bottle of beer, draft wine. Or I'm sorry, uh, bottle of beer, draft beer, wine, and a buffet. And you can go to the uh, FOP Lodge Number Five and get the information. Uh, it's uh, the the website is fbbcf.org, or that's the Families Behind the Badge Children's Foundation. Um, so it's coming up on Saturday, February 18th, 4 to 8 p.m. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's great, and you know. He better He'll be wearing his dress blues and playing his harmonica. He better have the harmonica. Yeah, so uh, that's cool. So I wanted to make sure we mentioned that. And then, Steve, you had something you wanted to plug, too. Yes, so on the 23rd, uh, February 23rd from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Living Room and Cricket Cafe, which is this great place that just opened up a couple months in Ardmore. Uh, it is the first kitty cuddle party <laughs> presented for Max Fun. And basically, this is a, a chance for you. To, you pay your ticket price. You come down. You get to cuddle cats and kittens. That's cute. Uh, and, and the room is really cool. It's like, a you know, there are couches and so on and so forth. Basically, what happened is the producers of Cats, and Cats is coming to the Kimmel Center in just a couple of weeks. They uh, they want to make a donation to Max Fund. And so Max Fund is in kind putting together this event with the help of a whole lot of really nice people. So get this. For your ticket price, you're going to get live music provided by the School of Rock, which is really cool. <laughs> uh, open bar, compliments of Revivalist Spirits, Clear Rum, Dewey Beer, Chadsford Wine, Small Bites provided by Harvest, uh, and Nothing Bun Cakes providing the dessert. Ooh. And basically, it's a it's a chill hang, six to nine. This building is really cool. It used to actually be a, a funeral parlor wow. that they converted, and it's now a really cool, intimate um you know, sort of cafe music venue. Uh, and so every, you, your ticket's going to get you everything gratis, and you can cuddle and de-stress. And the best part is if you find a cat or kitten that you really like, they're adoptable. Oh, nice. So, so yeah, all of this is going to happen. Again, it is on the uh, the 23rd from 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, there's a QR code on my social media. I think, Marissa, you said you put it up as well. Uh, and uh, so just check on any of my social media or uh, pressthisdeep.com. And uh, get your tickets, and everything's included. You just come in, de-stress, pet cats, 
eat, drink, and have a great time. Thursday, and, February 23rd. And okay. I'll be your host. Nice. Right. And then Kathy? Yeah, I just want to mention something really quick. Do you guys remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about our favorite promotional item, and I said I would prefer a good pen yes. uh, over everything. Uh, so I just want to thank Matt Lewis. He's the owner of Green Street Technology Solutions in Malvern, and he sent me a ton of pens. So if anybody wants pens... <laughs> Can I say you're the pen uh, lady? I'm the pen lady. They're you're in the coming. office, Steve. Oh, right. I, I, will, I will give you some pens, yeah. Uh, so they're a full-service IT company. Um, and it's a small little company in Malvern. So, Matt, thank you for the pen. Nice. We will put them to good use. All right, we got B-File stories. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by Montage Mountain this Friday. Join Nick from 8 to 10 p.m. He's going to be at McGurk's Pub in Fort Washington for a cardboard classic warm-up party. Nice. Chance to enter to win rooms for the weekend and what? VIP passes. Yeah. That's very cool. Enjoy specials on Surfside cans as well. All right. We're going to start with a story that we have some audio to play along with. In Georgia, an off-duty uh, first responder survived a terrifying crash after his accelerator got stuck while driving. On Christmas Eve, James Benefield was traveling in his 2006 GT Mustang when the car's accelerator got stuck. He then tried pressing the brake, shifting the gears, even tried pulling the key out of the ignition, but nothing worked. When he knew that he wouldn't be able to stop the car, he realized that he would have to crash. And with the Mustang clocking 110 miles an hour, he crashed the car in an empty parking lot. The car flipped five times. Miraculously, he survived with just an injured lung and a dislocated thumb. He was back at his job six days later. Uh, and he had to watch as the first responders freed him from his total card uh, using the jaws of life. So here's here's some of the 911 call from that. All right, what's this next clip? Uh, it just says it escaped. escaped. Here yeah. we go. It was a scary situation. It was one where I, I definitely thought that I was going to die. That was the most terrifying experience of my life. As soon as I left the road, kind of shot my arms out just to try to protect my head. Yep. So, uh, dude lived. Unbelievable. But you could hear absolute terror. terror. Nothing more. I've had my accelerator drop to the floor, and I was pulling into a gas station when it happened, pointed at the tanks. Wow. How'd you get out of that? I was able to lift it back up with my foot. That's wow. crazy. Wow. All right, here's a follow-up story. Federal workplace safety authorities have fined a Central Pennsylvania confectionery factory of more than $14,000 following an accident last year in which two workers fell into a vat of chocolate. That's uh, how I want to go. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration cited Mars Wrigley in the June accident at the Elizabethtown M&M Mars factory, saying that workers were not authorized to work in the tanks and weren't trend, are trained on the proper safety procedures for the equipment. Hell, I'd show up to work with a snorkel. Officials said two workers employed by an outside contracting firm fell into the partially filled chocolate tank while doing maintenance work. Emergency responders were able to free the pair by cutting a hole in the bottom of the tank. We'll eat our way out. Uh, both were taken to the hospital, one by helicopter. A uh, company representative told reporters last week that the safety of workers and outside contractors is a top priority for their business. I assume at some point they get that stuff boiling or, you know, right? It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, it has oh, to be. Most yeah. definitely. It's got to be melted, yeah. In Japan, 
A wild boar plowed through two snowboarders at the top of, uh, I'm sorry, the bottom of a slope. Jesus. The incredible footage was captured at the Alpen Blick Snow Resort in Myoko City in central I'm Japan. <laughs> As visitors are now being urged to be careful in the wake of the attack. In one clip, a snowboarder is seen coming to a halt at the bottom of the slope, completely unaware of what will happen next. Moments later, a boar is wow. seen bolting down afterwards and rammed into the snowboarder who was taken by surprise. <laughs> Snowboarder falls down as the boar keeps butting him with its head. Uh, the snowboarder is seen trying to use the board to protect themselves as the snow as other snowboarders looked on in shock and were running away. In another clip, uh, the boar is seen racing toward the first snowboarder, but from a different angle, and then darts off and runs into a second snowboarder who used their board to stop the blows. Uh, the boar then ran off as snowmobiles and a siren was sounded by the staff. Yeah, we're watching the footage. The thing just comes tearing out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's unclear uh, where the wild boar came from or where you know it what? went. You found out it, uh, the, 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 both the boars, Preston, were skiers. They oh, don't like they don't like snowboarders. Uh, so they're uh, they're telling people to be aware and uh, watch out that the, you never know. There may be a wild boar out there. I mean, it just barrels in and starts Pissed attacking off. these guys. Yeah. Uh, two men have died after their utility vehicle broke through the ice on Lake Champlain in Vermont Saturday morning. Police confirmed they were investigating after emergency crews received a report around 710 a.m. that an enclosed side-by-side UTV was out on Keller Bay when the vehicle fell through the oh. ice. First responders learned that two ice fishermen had been in it and were able to pull one man from the water while the other was located by a diver. Police identified the victims as brothers, 71-year-old John Flurry and 88-year-old Wayne Flurry. Oh, they're older, too. Yeah, the uh, fire department pulled John. I don't jo- like this. They pulled John from the water and brought him to shore for emergency medical care. And medical care is Rush University of Vermont Medical Center. He later died. Mm. A diver found the second fisherman inside the submerged UTV. Uh, the incident comes less than 48 hours after another fisherman died after falling through the ice Thursday on Lake Champlain. 62-year-old Wayne Alexander had left his home to go fishing, never came back. When he failed to return, a relative went to look for him and called emergency crews after finding his truck parked in a fishing access. Several agencies responded and they found him in the water. He was wearing a flotation suit and he was brought to shore and taken uh, also to the University of Vermont Medical Center. Uh, and he died from his injuries Jeez. as well. Yeah. Following the uh, the deaths, the Vermont Department of Fish and Wildlife released an ice safety advisory advising the public to stay off the ice on Lake Champlain this weekend due to unsafe conditions. You ever watch that show Ice Road Truckers? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's insane. And then one last story. The Oscar Mayer Wienermobile had to make a pit stop on Friday because thieves targeted the iconic vehicle and the catalytic converter of the 27 foot long hot dog on wheels was stolen the balls on these people right it's an iconic vehicle joseph rodriguez with there was an ambulance right next to it penske trucks he and his team at penske helped give the vehicle a temporary repair so that it could get back on the road rodriguez staff 
uh, sealed up where the uh, sealed up where the catalytic converter had been cut. Yeah, I won't be home uh, for dinner tonight. I'm working on a chili dog. Working uh, on a chili dog. The iconic vehicle was back on the road and able to make it to its first stop of the weekend. Wow. The Wienermobile has a stop plan on Saturday and Sunday as well. So are the thefts of a catalytic converter still as robust as they were a while ago? As I know. Yeah. I, I still see stories about it yeah. happening all the time. So, yeah. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you at this point in time. We will take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget, around 9 o'clock, Nate Bergazzi, comedian who's got an Amazon special out right now, will be joining us. And we have a concert announcement coming up. It's a pretty juicy one, too. We'll get to that. Music news closer to 10 o'clock. Be back in a moment. After two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's up clear. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double bell. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montauk. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. By the way... It's Valentine's Day today. In case you were not aware, Valentine's Day. Uh, and I've, it's it's become something that uh, we don't really do a whole lot with at my house. Anyway, we do a couple, you know, cards, and I get the, the Stephen Singer rose, right. of course, golden rose, of course. But uh, the I, I did go out and get a, a couple of uh, cards last night, I, and I was... So busted by this woman uh, that was at. Uh, I, I went to a, a, a pharmacy because like I okay. pick up a, a prescription, and I knew that they had gift cards there. So I was and they're extra that romantic too. at the pharmacy. And on my way out, I uh, they had some bouquets of flowers, yeah. just you know, just standard uh, sure. arrangements of flowers. So I just I grabbed a couple, and uh, I'm standing in line. A woman recognized me. She comes over. She goes, Preston, drugstore flowers, really. <laughs> Oh, no. And I was like, I, oh, no. I forgot to get any flower arrangements right. or anything like that because we did purposely tell each other we're like we're gonna we're, we're not gonna do much for Valentine's Day. There's enough stuff that we do throughout the year of exchanging gifts and all that stuff, and we just get my my birthday was just a little while ago, and you had Christmas right before that. So and, and my wife's uh, birthday is coming up. And so you know you yeah. you take the breather. So I I did take those those uh, home and I start to arrange them in the in the <laughs> vase. And as I got out of the light of the uh, of the the uh, uh, the pharmacy, I, I'm looking at home and I'm like, oh, these are horrible. They're brown. They're falling apart. There's aphids all over. Everything. <laughs> oh, no. They're just crumbling. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, great. So whatever. So honey, I owe you one. <laughs> I think my wife would prefer, as long as the flowers didn't cost that much, that, you know, like, we'll 
go to like Produce Junction and stuff like that to to get our flowers. These are going to be the Produce Junction's flowers were better than what I. Is got. that right? Okay. Oh yeah. Produce Junction They're actually terrible. has decent flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. And store. Even, even grocery stores. Yeah. There, there's some places that they have a little yeah. florist section and they've got the refrigerated you know cabinets. Those those are decent. These were horrible. So yeah. wait, like we're doing stuff and it, there's some things that are specifically targeted for her that she's you know g- getting like long term and so we're in the middle of that. So that said. You know, we'll probably do dinner on the weekend because I don't want to go out to dinner on a Tuesday night mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, for the celebration of the anniversary and, and enjoy it that way. And, and she's of a like mind. I am going out to dinner tonight, um, uh, but Kathy, uh, I was actually planning on swinging by Produce Junction later today. Was that, that's cool? That's allowed? Yeah. I, I don't know, that, but they don't have like, uh, well, I, arrangements. Yeah. Like, they do, actually. Like you have to put them, yeah, but you have to buy like pieces and put them together. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they have dozens like, of roses and stuff like that. Like, uh, is that, yeah. that that's not good enough? But that's not an arrangement. Yeah, she she's saying that usually an arrangement is a variety of flowers. Do I have to so we have a florist no, right, literally a mile from our house, like Roths. It's one of the oldest in the area, mm-hmm. so it makes it very easy. Do they make the arrangements? They make arrangements and all that stuff. And when I and when I get it delivered to the house, the guy literally can throw them out the window and it'll land on our porch. <laughs> Listen, right. this was make no mistake. This was an impulse buy. Like yeah, I wasn't yeah. going to get right. flowers at all, and it was. Do I get a skyreezy? Right. They were in the checkout <laughs> aisle, and I'm like, oh, I get something. Yeah, you know? All right. so, and, we're, and we're really watching what we're eating so I didn't get any candy or anything right, like right. that. So, you know. All right. Uh, all right. So, hang oh, on. Kathy, <laughs> a dozen roses does not count. As no, no, I didn't say no, that it, does. It, it doesn't count. I was just saying he said arrangement. I, okay. I, I, don't, I don't think a place like that has arrangements. I'm okay with a dozen roses. Like, I, I, that's fine. If you don't want to do, like, the full made arrangement, a dozen roses. Doesn't but even that. with roses, there's usually, like, some baby's breath or something like that that comes along with right. it. So, yeah. yeah, baby's breath. Yeah. Um, do you get anything from her? Uh, yeah, n- uh, not this year. I don't think so because I, uh, I I left the stuff out last night before I went to bed. Let and, it rot. And no, yeah. I did put them in you know, water and everything. Um, I want them. I, I want a browner. But uh, yeah, they don't need it. They're I got out. there in the morning. There was a card for me, uh, and then there were there were candy boxes out for the kids. Okay, so they're going to get those. So, but traditionally, it's it's you give it you giving for Valentine's Day, right? Do you get reciprocal? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, like, if if we agree that we're going to exchange, yeah, then we'll do. I get yeah. something. In and and Claire, well. for me, will probably like chocolate chip cookies. That's really all I. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, everything's good. Kathy, what about you? Uh, in your scenario, it's really become. Do you get it for Dennis? No, it's really become more about Jace. Like, yeah, I've, I've gotten him, you know, I got him some stuff he's been asking for. Um, and, yeah, it, I leave out like a little, you know, a little setup. Well, and now, so, like, I, I don't get my sons anything for Valentine's Day. Right, they're, right. they're full-on grown adults. And Thanks, Dad. Oh, man. You know, so. Thanks for the flowers. Right. They were very brown. Uh, but, Steve, you know, I'd mentioned, because uh, you sent me over an article this morning uh, that, uh, you know, Rochelle got, like, you know, the heart-shaped uh, candy boxes yes. and stuff like that. And something I'd never really thought about is inside of those boxes, like, the majority of that uh, is all like plastic filler. There's usually like a little plastic tray in there. Yeah. yeah. Like, like nine little places to put the candy instead of filling the entire box with candy. And they eat up a ton of space with the plastic holder. So you're mainly just getting that and very little candy. And but the sh- shape of the box doesn't lend yeah. itself to maximizing. Now, I get that it's in a heart, and that's lovely. That's 
But if you were to get like a like a Godiva, a box of Godivas, you'd have a lot of candy. Right. It's also a waste to get those for my kids because there are so many of those candies in there that they just don't like. And <laughs> they, you'll see it. They'll take a bite and then and then yeah. they put it back. Do you I get for your for for your daughters or yeah yeah and and that's just you know I, I but over the years because I know what they like. I know what to get them, right? right and right. so, you know, when we were growing up, it was just like the Russell Stouffer's heart box. Now, that's a yeah. pharmacy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's one of those Whitman samplers. Yeah. And my you get dad, those at the right Aid. Yeah. When my dad came home from work, he always had the the, uh, the box of, of chocolates for all the kids. Right. You know, so we do the same thing. But over the years, all right, you know, these chocolates are going to go to waste. So I, they have other things. They'll have like... Uh, Sour Patch Kids uh, candy yeah, hearts, yeah, and, yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, do they have that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, they have. Yeah, they have it all now, all right. Steve. And, and and so, so, but you guys don't exchange with each other. Mostly, it's for Jace, correct? Oh yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, I do like the uh, assorted candy, so me personally, yeah. I think the the chocolate. I'm I'm not in, indulging right now because we're kind of like I said, we're watching what we're eating. So, uh, but I, I and, and if the kids have any left over. Daddy's man. There's a few in there that I don't care for, but uh, I would say I'm good with 80 to 85 percent of the candies that are in there, and even the ones you don't like, we go ahead and eat anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, me too. Did you ever get Diane like a big bad, a uh, 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 big league chew? The uh... oh yeah, she loves it. Well, you know, but um, she likes Twizzlers, right? Twizzlers. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste time and money getting her a box of chocolates that she's not gonna eat. And I'm Twizzlers just gonna is big like a bag of Twizzlers. A no brainer for coming in heart yeah. shape, and she loves ice right? cubes gum. Right, so. Yeah, I almost got Rochelle some of those, man. Dude, these are... For Valentine's Day. These are the best. This are they and, in heart shape? No. 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 But they're just, you know, yeah. we're not we're not eating how candy about, right now, but gum How about cold. heart pills? That would be sweet. Some that heart would be pills. great. Um, you know what? Uh, I went to Dunkin' the other day, and they're... Uh, They've got vanilla cream donuts for hearts. Uh, yes. And they, they do that all the time. What are these called again? Uh, this is uh, Icebreaker's Ice Cube Gum. Yeah. these. This is great. Uh, yeah. And also, I like the Mentos gum as well. Okay. All right. By the way, speaking of Valentine's Day, uh, Steve did send over an article that was about uh, the origins of the holiday. If you're not familiar, I can kind of bring you up to speed on on these things where Valentine's Day originated from. It's good to remind yourself of why you're spending so much. Uh, St. Valentine's Day, as we know it today, contains vestiges of both Christian and ancient Roman traditions. Uh, the Catholic Church recognized at least three different saints named Valentine or Valentinus. All of whom were martyred. Uh, uh, one legend contends, contends that uh, Valentine was a priest who served during the 3rd century in Rome when Emperor Claudius II decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and families. He outlawed marriage for young men. Bastard. Valentine, realizing the injustice of the decree, defied Claudius and continued to perform marriages for young lovers in secret. Dude, what are you doing to me? Uh, when Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death. Uh. Still others insist that it was St. Valentine of uh, Tyranny, a bishop, who was the true namesake of the holiday. He, too, was beheaded by Claudius II outside Rome. This is a dangerous business to get into. Other stories suggest that Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons where they were often beaten and tortured. Were they given small boxes of chocolate candy? Uh, no, but oh. according to one legend, an imprisoned Valentine actually sent the first Valentine greeting himself oh. after he fell in love with a young girl, uh, possibly his jailer's daughter who visited him during his confinement. All right, before, how young? Before his death, it doesn't say. Right. 
Before his death, it is alleged that he wrote her a letter and signed from your Valentine. Ah. An expression that is still used in today. And then he was behind. Although, the, yeah, he was. Yeah. Although the truth behind the Valentine legends is murky, the stories all emphasize his appeal as a sympathetic hero and, most importantly, a romantic figure. Aww. Loving the mm. concept of love. It mm-hmm. is funny, though, because my mom doesn't say Happy Valentine's Day. She says Happy St. Valentine's Day. Yes. Okay. It's very religious. Yeah. Yep. And then she beheads you. Yeah. Uh, while some believe that uh, Valentine's Day is celebrated in the middle of February to commemorate the anniversary of Valentine's death or burial, which probably occurred around uh, 270 A.D. How romantic. Others claim that Christian church, the Christian church may have uh, decided to place St. Valentine's Day Feast Day in the middle of February in an effort to Christianize the pagan celebration of Lupercalia. Uh, celebrated at the Ides of February, which is the 15th, uh, Lupercalia was a fertility festival dedicated to Faunus, the Roman god of agriculture, as well as the Roman founders Romulus and Remus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, to begin the festival, members of the Luperci, Luperci, an order of the Roman priest, would gather at a sacred cave where the infants Romulus and Remus, the founders of Rome, were believed to have been cared for by a she-wolf or lupa. Yes. The priests would sacrifice a goat for fertility. That's exactly what we do. They would sacrifice a dog for purification. Uh, they would then strip the goat's hide into strips, dip them into the sacrificial blood, and take to the streets, gently slapping both women and crop fields with the goat's hide. Those uh, pharmacy flowers don't seem so bad at this point, huh? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Look at all the work they had to do. Uh, far from being beautiful. You don't love me. You didn't kill a dog. Uh, Roman women welcomed the touch of the hides because it was believed to make them more fertile in the mm. coming year. I am so fertile. Uh, later in the day, according to legend, all the young women in the city... All the young women in the city would place their names into a big urn, and the city's bachelors would each choose a name and become paired for the year with his chosen woman. And these matches often ended in marriage. So it was a little lottery of who you get to bang for the year. That is pretty cool. Huh. Wow. There's a lot of work involved, though. We actually have it easier with all the uh, the, the caves and the, the wolves and the she-wolves. Yep. You got to collect all that stuff. It's a lot of work. When did mm-hmm. it become the uh, the crazy nutty holiday that it is now, the I, Hallmark I, holiday? That is a good question, I think, I think that might be one of the step-off points when Hallmark... I think Hallmark amplified it. At least maybe my contorted history says that. So here's a little bit more on that, on the the Valentine's greetings and gifts. It says, in addition to the United States, Valentine's Day is celebrated in Canada, Mexico, the United Kingdom, France, and Australia. In Great Britain, Valentine's Day began to be popularly celebrated around the 17th century. By the middle of the 18th, it was common for friends and lovers of all social classes to exchange small tokens of affection on handwritten notes. And by the nineteen and by nineteen hundred, printed cards uh, began to replace written letters due to improvements in printing technology. Huh. So before that, you just wrote out. There's uh, something card. wonderful to that. Yeah. My handwriting's horrible, though, so uh, I, I I try to just <laughs> try uh, to avoid it. Ready-made cards were an easy way for people to express their emotions in a time when direct expression of one feelings was discouraged. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, cheaper postage rates also contributed to an increase in the popularity of sending Valentine's Day greetings. I remember in school, and in, in especially in elementary school, there was there was a, a huge ritual within the class of handing out yeah. Valentine's cards and doing Valentine's candy pictures and, like and candies and all yeah. that. Yeah. 
It's a big deal. Casey uh, loves greeting cards. A big deal. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I, so... It's ridiculous how expensive they are. It is ridiculous it's, it how expensive me. they are. You just yeah. go to the dollar store. Or, or yeah, actually, the Hallmark store has 99 cents. How about the pharmacy? Well. They yeah. also have flowers. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but even, the, the, no, the price on cards is insane. And you, yes, you can get them at the dollar store. They also have like a cheaper section at Target or uh, a uh, pharmacy. Slightly used. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's a, it's a cheaper section. But you can tell the difference. That's the thing. It's like, it's like you not can, really. Yes, you I can. I mean, I 100%. know. 100%. But... So how, what, what do you think, just in the quality of the artwork or the, the paper or yeah, the, the whole thing? all of it. Yeah, the, oh, definitely like the quality. Like it's hand-drawn by the cashier? No, but definitely the quality of the paper. Like now they, I mean, these cards, some of them are like $10, $15. Are you kidding me? I, like if you 10 get, or 15 bucks for yes, a card? Wow. Yes, yes. I would just some hand them. them. Some, some of the like uh, the thicker 3D, uh, oh, Steve, there's some like sound now. and stuff like that. The yeah, ones that have little. There's some that have sound. All right. Um, and the, and they're taking over. <laughs> I really feel strongly about this too, Case. <laughs> they're taking over the card section. So the section that's that's cheaper or like average, where you're going to get your like five, six, seven dollar card, is like shrinking. And yeah. these these and I forget. I'm it's um, it's slipping my mind. But the the two names that uh, the name brands of these cards and they're they're just taking over. American greeting. That's uh, one of the name brands, no. American Greeting. I just, I, I, I don't do it. I won't do it. Okay. Well, they, I won't. I won't. You can't I make was, nine bucks we're looking at for Pokemon blank note cards. I still go to the, the shoebox section. That's one of the first ones I yeah, go to. They, they usually have the cutest. Are they more humorous? Yeah, they have the, they have the cutest ones, I think. Uh, but you have to do, or at least I do, you, you got to do the, the serious lovey-dovey. And then and the, the, joke fun, one. the fun, uh, playful one. Um there, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of crazy because the the uh, I'll see people in the card store. I remember when it used to be something that you'd go to a lot more frequently, like just reading every card, looking for that perfect message. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, I if I usually find it within much. the first three that yeah. I pick out. I'm like, yep, that'll do. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> a graduating. She's a graduating nurse. <laughs> Forty five seconds tops in the card section. Yeah, you, you go like oh. there's two that might not be good. You'll find a third one that's yeah. got a puppy on it or whatever. That's good. Yeah. Your puppy loves you. I love you, too. I love you, too. Let's go have sex. <laughs> uh, so, anyhow, thought you might be curious about that. Uh, yes. The origins the of history. Day, the history behind the whole thing. There is actually some history behind and, it. And realize you've got it actually easier than the original incarnation, which involved uh, getting a she-wolf. Yeah, you had to where, do that. Where are you going to find that? You had to kill it, strip yeah. it. You had to get dip it in blood. All that stuff. Hide. You, had yeah. to, you had to, to tan it. You went to the right aid. Yeah, that's, yeah. you know, it's easy. The only time I ever like, really oh, uh, <laughs> felt the effects, maybe that's not the right way to say it, of Valentine's Day was when I was in college. Like any, like all of my friends disappeared that night because they were all taking their girlfriends or whatever, right? For you know, and like that was you like were the, alone. Yeah, I didn't have many Valentines. Poor I think God. I had one my senior year. Oh uh, man! But, oh no, 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 no! You know what? My freshman year, I feel like no, that wasn't Valentine's. Day. I'm all alone <laughs> on Valentine's Day, and then someone walked in the door. Kathy? <laughs> she brought you a chore wheel for, for Valentine's Day. Since you're not doing anything. Here's what you're going to be doing. You're going to be cleaning your toilet for the next time. Uh, well, anyway. I left a floater in there for you. <laughs> no matter what you do, hopefully you have a, a nice Valentine's Day today. Uh, we have to take a break because we have a guest coming up. Oh, yeah. He's a nine, right? Whoa. 
Oh, is he God. at nine? No, he's at nine ten. I don't know why I wrote that. And let me just make sure. Let me check my calendar. Dad, can I talk to you? For a minute? <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a little bit of time. If you want That's to. the day after Valentine. <laughs> Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? Okay. Can we start getting the time right on those? That'd be wonderful. Sure, Thank you. All right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so should we talk about... Yeah, that's right? what I want for Valentine's Day. Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? All right. Uh, there was a... Li- I'm not going to have time to go through this, Steve, because uh, it was a, a chunky list, but you also sent over the 50 best rom-coms. Yes. To watch Valentine's Day. And it's all, Day. of course, subjective. That's, that's kind of a... I don't mind that, that Valentine's Day activity. Either going out to dinners is nice doing a dinner thing or maybe watching a cutesy you know fun lovey-dovey movie I'm cool with that well, we just had Allison Brie and uh, Dave Franco in here yes uh, you know promoting their movie which is on um Prime Amazon Video. Prime yes um is it good did you watch it yeah I thought it was I thought it was really cute and, and it 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 uh, takes things in a slightly different direction mm-hmm. it's not obvious uh and it, it so I won't it doesn't end up um you know Boy gets girl, girl gets boy, whatever. Right, uh, and it it does it in a in a nice way, and the cast is very likable. I thought it was a solid job. I watched the movie You People with uh, Jonah Hill, right, and and there uh, his chemistry with um with the girl in that movie I loved, but Eddie Murphy's character, Julia Louis Dreyfus's character, like all this one dimensional, it, it, super one dimensional, yeah. Well, and then like the resolution at the end was just a little too tidy. Well, you know you they know? asked. Like, when, I hate that. When those guys were in here, they asked, uh, you know, one of my, and I said, Preston Blast from the Past, which is which is a a rom com with a sort of a, a, a quasi sci fi twist to it. Right. Real, um, real quick, Casey, I watched you people as well. It was um, funny to me that Elliot Gould and Rhea Perlman were both in it. Yeah. And you barely saw them at all. Like, yeah. there, there were a whole bunch of stars in that movie that hardly had any speaking roles. And it was like, was that. Elliot Gould in this movie? Are they playing like grandparents or something? No, just so. church members. Yeah, no. yeah, I think they go to the same synagogue. Yeah, but um, anyway, it was just bizarre. Hey, so on this list that you sent over, Steve, uh, number one is a movie I've never heard of before. Uh, as far as uh, rom coms, best romantic comedies to watch in twenty twenty three. Number one is a movie called The Half of It. Yeah, I, I've never seen it either. No, no, yeah, so it came out. It came out on on Netflix. Uh, let's see. When shy, straight A student Ellie Chu takes on a gig to write for uh, to write a love letter for a jock, Paul Munsky, trying to woo his crush, uh, Aster Flores. She ends up becoming his friend and falling for Aster herself. Okay, it's always I love right. it. like uh, um, some kind of wonderful is that sort of thing where I love. Dude, that movie. what? How can you not see she likes you? I, I know. What are you a moron? I love that movie. There's a bunch on here that are good, like, you know, uh, When Harry Met Sally. And, Classic. Say Anything. Um, That's a great one. That is a great one. Yeah, I was telling, I'm incarcerated, Lloyd. I was telling my youngest about that. Here's one, 13 going on 30. That's a that's a fun movie. I like that movie. And she's uh, Jennifer Gardner oh, and her pool boy, Ben Affleck. Uh, Bridget Jones's Diary, Clueless, How Stella Got Her Groove Back, Four Weddings and a Funeral. You know, Juno is number 12 on this. I've ne- I told you guys I've never seen Juno. It's cute. Yeah, it I is a really good. cute movie. I do need to see that one. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Um, that's fun. Big Fat Creek Wedding. That's a fun, yes, yeah. very fun love story. That actually, so the very first Valentine's Day that I had with my wife, uh, she got me my Big Fat Creek Wedding uh, as a gift. 
Trading cards. On on DVD. And I got her my big fat Greek wedding as a gift on DVD. Is that right? Oh, well, yeah. thank you. You guys are meant to be together. Oh, yeah. look at that. Uh, uh, are you a fan of of romantic, of non-rom-coms, just romantic movies? Like the like Notebook? Like Nicholas Sparks stuff, the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, there was the a lake house. Uh, movie that was on over the weekend that I used to absolutely love, uh, which was Untamed Heart. Very good movie. Yeah, with, with the, Marissa Tomei. And, right. Um, He's got a, he believes he has a, a chimp part in his chest. Christian Slater, yeah, he thinks he has an A part. Yeah. Yeah. I see a Return to Me. That's a heart movie as well with um, David Duchovny and... Yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, Mini Driver. The Mini Driver. I thought that was a good movie. Carol, you know? Carol O'Connor's in it as well. Yeah. Um, and it's got a couple of dark twists to it. Uh, there's, you know, it's not necessarily all happy and wonderful, but um, I, I think it's a great movie. Do you yes. know it's a really good movie? Somewhere in Time with Christopher Reeve and Jane Seymour. So okay. it's, it's a, a science fiction Basically, that he's a he, uh, he uh, was able to travel back in time. He believes he is meant to be with this woman, uh, and it is it's not a comedy. Hey, how come Superman didn't travel back in time more often? Uh, and in the in the comics, he did well in in the movie yeah, when his, he has to save Margot Kidder. Yeah, but his his dad Marlon Brando goes. It is it is uh, for, it is forbidden to interfere with human history. What he said. You can't do this. And there's one thing. I mean, you can do whatever you want, but there's one thing. Don't do this. I see you flying around the earth very fast. You're going to go back in time. Can't do that. What did I tell you? I don't remember that part. You ruined everything. You had the boats going back up the mountains and you had the damn. You can't do that. Most of that was in the director's cut. Whatever you do, never get her. Flowers from a farm. (laughs) (laughs) Even Superman can't come back from that. All right. Can you read my mind? Do you know what it is that you do to me? Do you know how freaking freezing it is up here? Yeah. (laughs) And no oxygen. (laughs) Do you like this, Lois? (laughs) (laughs) You can fly like a bird in the sky. Remember the, remember the yeah. Eastwood Gorman? Yeah. Rizzle dizzle, mazzle dizzle. Sky Reezy for plaque psoriasis. <laughs> Rizzle kizzle, map Rizzo. Was that Superman 1 where he went back in time when he did yeah. the Earth? Rizzle kizzle, map Rizzo. And nothing is everything. All right. Uh, if you get too close to the red sun, oh, 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 ozempic. We have to take a break oh. uh, because now we're getting ourselves ready for Nate Bergazzi. So we'll come back with him. And uh, we have a concert announcement and music news. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, our next guest has got a new special. It's on Amazon. It's available now, and it is called Hello World. Please welcome to talk about that, Mr. Nate Bergatz. Hey! This morning. Nate, good morning, sir. Good morning. Great to see you guys. Talk to you. <laughs> see, talk. <laughs> it's the same we'll, thing. We'll take anything yeah, from yeah, you, yeah. man. For real. Uh, oh, hey. I appreciate it. No, listen, uh, you've got the special. You've got a tour starting up uh, as well in, in a week or two, right? Uh, it's already going. I mean, it just uh, doesn't. It just all, It just keeps going forever. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see what it's here. Oh, I see. Uh, it says here you're, uh, it says, oh, no, it says it begins May 23rd, or the 23rd of February, and then performing in Hershey, May 5th. I so, guess that's close as you're going to get to Philly oh, yeah. for the time being. The data's sketchy, but... Yeah, it, when it, I come to 
the yard. Yeah, look, I know everything resolves around Pennsylvania. But, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I do got to go to Tupelo. <laughs> okay. That's where you want to work yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, Nate, I saw you. Um, you performed at the, the Academy of Music uh, just a couple of months ago, and I was uh, fortunate enough to go backstage. I was with uh, my friend Alyssa and Jay. Yeah. And uh, Alyssa, yeah. you're her favorite comedian, so I pulled a couple of strings, and we were able to go backstage. Guys, by the way, I had like a... Uh, Shut the hell up moment, you know, like where I was, I, I just. You were prattling on? I was, and I'm like, oh my gosh, and I, and I could. Nate, I do you remember telling someone to shut the hell up backstage? <laughs> no, I remember, I remember just walking away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, no, we were all, he knew, we had, all of us were back there, so we were all hanging out. Yeah, so that that uh, act in a that... very cool in a very cool room too. That that place had like this, uh, like a very old old room that was you know felt very historical. Yeah, it felt like yeah, you were in like a, the White House like living room or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it was awesome. You know, you, the, your vibe, your general vibe, even backstage in this special, as you're going in and off, uh, you know, uh, stage, you have a, a very, it seems to be, a very good, congenial atmosphere back there. A lot of people, a lot of friends, and and uh, you know, you're you're um, you're, you're not you don't take the stage like Kiss or Pyrotechnics. Everything seems very cash and very chill. So I, I could see you uh, in, engaging Casey for at least a couple of minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. We hung out. Uh, yeah, we were all just backstage, like. Uh, just talking. We so, hung out probably a little yeah, bit longer yeah. than you would like. Huh? No. It was, you know, help me. You could have left a little bit earlier, but it's all right. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't have been bad if you left earlier. <laughs> Uh, at one point, I go, "Hey, are you riding with us? Are we giving you a ride?" That's how long you're taking. <laughs> like that, that to me says too long. But yeah. you know, I guess it's all perspective. I love it. Yeah, Nate, I wanted to ask you, and I, we've asked you this before, but you you have a very um, there there is a lot of nuance to your material, and it has to be. Um, and I, I, that's what I appreciate about it. It's it's clearly worked. You're clearly you know growing the material and adjusting. Um, that's got to be a little bit harder to test material. I assume it takes longer to get stuff up to the level you want it to be before you do a special. Oh, yeah, it takes. You know, the good thing with this special was like, it was because it was like I did the greatest average American we did outside because of COVID. And then but being at home, so when I was building this hour, uh, or when you're thinking of material when you're coming up stuff, it's really you need, you need to be like living a real life, basically. And, uh, you know, with COVID, you kind of work because, you know, you were, I was home. You were, you know, so it's uh, able to gather that material. And then actually then afterwards is like when it kind of went forward, it's uh, we did, you know, a big hard tour and so like then when you're touring and you're going to do this stuff every night and uh, you know doing a lot of shows it's like you can just really like every night you're just changing little things it's not much it's just little words here and there then some jokes fall off some jokes stay in some new jokes come no and so building it is uh it, it was uh, it was super fun yeah i completely appreciate that because of the, you know the people that i'm sure i know you look up to seinfeld as well and and people like that and seinfeld mm -hmm. was a uh, seinfeld's a big uh, norm mcdonald fan and you know those those people who are known for the uh, and i always say the economy of language and also you know letting things breathe a bit it's tough to get there but i think you and preston actually on the show sh share a common thing um you you will uh mention golf uh courses um 
while you're working in hopes of getting invited to play those golf courses. <laughs> I've been doing that for years. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a yeah. I, I do a golf joke in every special, and uh, it's got it's, it's worked out pretty well. So. Uh, is, is there still a holy grail you need to okay. finagle your way onto uh, golf course wise? Do what? Oh, sorry. What now? Is there still a course you need to finagle your way onto? Um, you know, as as on your must do yeah. list. Uh, Augusta's uh, Augusta's one of the big ones. Uh, there's some up there. It's, it was bad. Is like here's the hard part too. Is you, uh, I'm so busy. It's hard for me to go places. Like I get asked to play a lot of charity events or whatever. Like some of these with you know a lot of times it'd be like athletes and all this stuff. And uh, you know, and you're like, yeah, they're retired. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're, <laughs> They have nothing. A, a comedian. I mean, I'm, 43 is our peak. We're <laughs> we're in the thick of it at 43. So, yeah, right. Uh, I can't go play yet. But yeah, I. Uh, so far, it's been good. I can't say. You know, kind of. As long as I, if I can, if I'm free to go, uh, I got asked to go play Pine Valley, mm. which oh. is the big one. But I mean, that's one that like. Uh, I, I'm, I'm like working. I'm like it, it's during. I'm in Red Rocks, in Colorado. Like so, it's like it's, it's just tough. I had, I had the chance to play it last year. You did, did, cancel Red Rocks and <laughs> come here. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, like, like, Red Rocks sold out. It's like nine thousand people. But they, but there's like there's got to be at least probably a few golfers that like I get it. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. You won't piss off everyone. Oh man! Yeah, it won't be everyone would be a few that that'd be very funny if their wives are mad and they goes he goes you got to take that chance when you get it all right not everybody gets to go to Pineville. That's right. If if you had been in uh, Phoenix this past weekend, would you have gone to the Super Bowl or the Waste Management uh, uh, Tournament? I mean, probably different. I actually went to the I went to uh, uh, the Wednesday practice round. Oh. I didn't play in it, but I was there. Uh, in uh, Scottsdale and uh, waste management, so um, I walked around, saw the 16th hole. Yep. Uh, I'd never seen it, and uh, it's—I mean, that's a—that's a scene. Yeah. Uh, in there, and so it's—it was very cool. So I would, yeah, I would have went to that. I mean, I used to try to go to the Super Bowl too, but uh, I was—I was in Vegas actually. Vegas was crazy. Uh, with I had a, I had a bunch of I had a big weeks in a row because I played in the Pebble Beach Pro Am. Wow. And then I went from that to Wednesday West Management in Vegas, uh, and I was we watched Super Bowl there. So we had a uh, yeah. Very sorry about Philadelphia. I was really rooting hard. I got uh, Big J Okerson, yeah, uh, one of my closest friends, a diehard Philly fan, Shane Gillis. Uh, so I was I, I was rooting hard for the Eagles. I love Jalen Hurts. Whole story with yes. the news at Alabama and then Oklahoma. So, like, I mean, I'd still like, I like that guy a lot. Well, uh, you know what? The, the, I mean, we, it's, it was just Sunday, but right now the city has uh, completely put it behind them and no one's even thinking. Yeah, not even <laughs> thinking about it anymore. Nope. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. Uh, still on the golf note, I have to ask because we've had Alfonso Ribeiro on um, the show and uh, he is. Like, he is hardcore, and he's talked about, yeah. um, you know, he doesn't suffer people who claim to have a certain level of expertise at this at this sport and don't have that. Have you ever played with him? Uh, I met him. I've not played with him. Uh, but I just met him at the Pebble Beach thing briefly. Very nice. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I haven't played with him. He's, like, really good, though. Yeah, he's, like, yeah. a 280 
Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a low. What, what's your index, Nate? Uh, I'm a seven. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's uh, yeah. I played with in uh, that I was paired with Webb Simpson, and then we played with Kevin Stroman and Larry Fitzgerald. And uh, Larry, I mean, they're both great. Larry's awesome. I guess I guess you know you're not you're not that good a player if they pair you with uh with like one of the Simpsons or like <laughs> an animated character. So you 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 certainly have to have expertise to play at that level. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I asked for. I was like, can I get a real person? Yeah, a human being. <laughs> nice. All right, well, listen, Nate. We know you're busy uh, promoting the show. It's on Amazon. It is available now. It's called Hello World. It's great. And, uh, when you come back into Philly, we would definitely love to spend some time with you. All right. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. All right. Love you. Thanks so much, man. Nate Bregazzi, guys. Check it out on Amazon as we speak. And you already saw it, didn't you? I did. I watched it last night. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan as, as well. And he is um, he's definitely of that earlier Seinfeld level. He has a very um, – he takes the, the family thing um, and, and, and does it pitch perfectly. I love how he's going out on stage. President kisses his wife and his daughter, and, yeah. and uh, just a lot, of, a lot of good vibes. There's, there's, there's a place for that kind of well thought out, sort of feel good comedy that um, you know still pushes the boundaries a little bit. Yeah, the fact that he's an adult is like uh, completely like it, it blows him away because he has to make it like adult decisions, and he's like, I'm just not qualified. It, 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 right, we all have that. Yeah. Where we're like, right. I cannot believe this is something that my parents should be doing. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 why yeah. am I doing this? I, I am, uh, yes, I am yeah. 100% in that <laughs> in that camp. Alright, well listen, we got a few minutes to play with, right? Yeah. Um, Break out the bongos? No, Just Say an Institute. Oh! Because I've got some stories, some studies, and I'm sorry to surprise you guys with this, but it's starting to get pretty backed up, and if we Just don't say an institute home to the new Rite Aid florist, <laughs> or CBS, uh, CBS, uh, yes, yeah, right. CBS florist. Um, so I did have a couple of things that I thought were interesting in the world of uh, scientific discoveries and yes. studies and so on. We're very informative. Uh, scientists are creating obstacle obstacle courses for sperm. Yeah, right. like it's not hard enough that can separate the strong swimmers out. Parkour. Uh, the highly... Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? Uh, the highly motile... Yes, sperm uh, mobile. Uh, Full of motion. Uh, Why don't they call it mobile, then, instead of motile? Because they're scientists. Yeah. Okay. That's why they call it Sky Weezy. (laughs) The highly... The highly motile... Rhythm Kizamab Rhythm. Yeah, because that's the name of that medicine. Uh, the sperm could help with in vitro fertilization. Yes, uh, the study published in Scientific Reports used, coming through. uses a current uh, to separate dead cells from healthy sperm. Out of my way. So somehow or another, they they have it swim against a current. I think they're wearing shoulder pads. And uh, the stronger ones. It's really what it is. It's like the offensive line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by isolating the best swimmers, those undergoing IVF will have better odds of conceiving. Uh, IVF can be expensive, costing $6,000 per cycle. Yeah. In some cases, yeah, no kidding. But that's a lot. Wow, especially for people who are Actually, really. I, I thought it was higher than that. I, I've, I've heard like twenty to or ten to twenty thousand dollars for, and, that, and that's out of pocket for IVF. Yeah. Whoa. Always, it, it doesn't Depends on always, what state you're in. Right. Yeah, and it doesn't always work. Um, yeah. Tax-free yeah. sperm in Delaware. I have. No, De- Delaware is insurance. So in Delaware, your insurance will cover it. IVF oh. has never been on our radar. We got very very lucky. We're both fertile and uh, and had no problem. And I didn't even once. 
consider the costs involved in that, yeah. and I had no idea it was that expensive. Two friends going through it right now. They they had a baby about nine months ago, and then they're oh. about to do it again uh, in a few weeks. And uh, it is really interesting to see them go through the process. The first time that they did it, it did not work, which was awful and tragic and really sad. And then the second time they did it, it was great, and so that was their rainbow baby. And now they're doing it again, and... Um, they already know the sex of the baby. They know the whole procedure. They know how what worked last time and what probably didn't work the time before. It, it becomes very scientific. They probably did all the genetic testing, that's right? That's exactly right, yeah. yeah. And that's that's even more expensive. Are they, are they using his sperm? Yes, and her eggs. Okay. But uh, they will show up at the doctor's office in two weeks, I think, and um, the embryo will be waiting there for them, and uh, they have the child's name, and it's, it's sex, wow. and the whole lot. It's it's a really... When you wow. want when you want the, a child, and you, you'll you move heaven and earth. Yeah. But you know what you pay? Sometimes you pay all that money, and then it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You don't get your money back. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? And yeah. that's what happened the first Unless time. You lose the receipt, right? Or, uh, no, yeah. if, even if you have a receipt, oh, Steve, yeah. it's done. That's got to be. I mean, that's that's twofold. It's yeah. it's devastating on the emotional level, and then obviously it's hitting you right in the pocket too. For shizzle, wow. For shizzle, uh, or rizm. Rizm kizm kizm as rizap. What I wonder what that is backwards. Yes, okay. Casey, All right. can you All back right. that up? Uh, oh yeah, discharge. Hang on. Why is it stopping? You know why? Uh, hang on. Um, Rizm, Rizm? I can't explain it. Uh, why? It, it, I just love you. I just, I do. Uh, so I just, I'm just going to have to reverse it. Fo shizzle, yo jizzle. <laughs> that needs to be a fertility clinic. Yes. Fo shizzle, your jizzle. Yes, shizzle your jizzle. There's no way you could do that. No, no, I can't. Rizm kizamap. I can't even say rizm kazm rizm zizap. Rizm kizamap rizap. I feel like Jackie Bam Bam ordering something to Duncan. A donut. That's how he would say donut. Yeah. Rizm kizamap rizza. Yeah. That's it. Rizm kizamap rizza. Rizm kizamap rizza. Rizm kizamap rizza. I know, I'm working By on By the it. way, that is the technical name for Skyreezy, if you don't know what we're... Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, nothing is everything for plaque psoriasis. Yeah. Ask your doctor today. I should probably ask my doctor. Actually, he was telling me about some stuff recently, but I stick with the topical steroids. Yeah. For my psoriasis. Give the dog something to lick off you. Um, Wait, I have a question about that. You use topical steroids? Yep. So, have they told you about the thinning of the skin yeah. and all of that? I've been using them for... 25 years, 30 years. He's got the and thinnest skin you've ever met. I've, I've, and it's fine. I'm way thin-skinned. I yeah, sneezed one time yeah. and, okay. a, and a yeah. wound opened up. Uh, wait, where where do you put it, though? Like oh. arms, legs? No, we stop it. Uh, elbows. As you can see, I have elbows. a little bit on the elbows. Okay. And nothing um, is everything. I have some spots on my knees uh, okay. and uh, scalp, and ears, stuff like that. Oh, you put it in your hair? Uh, no, not that. There's Well, yeah. there. there I don't have That's to. That's soul I, glow. I don't... <laughs> It's so hard. It makes to you feel all so silky smooth. <laughs> um, yeah, you can, but I don't have a real problem with that. Now, year, <laughs> years ago, I did. Okay, and they had shampoos and things like that. You okay, use, so. um, are you having issues? No, no. Well, it was like stems back a, a while ago. Um, 
uh, you know, when I had when I had the highs. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but I it, because uh, you know, Doctor Mike's like, well, you can't use it too much; your skin will fall off. Uh-huh. <laughs> we holes in it. Mike. Um, oh. So I was just wondering because well, it is a real concern. So I was just wondering, or a side effect, or whatever. I was wondering um, after long term use if um, no, no. Okay. I, I have you, no problems with that. Do you think Kyle could hit that note in Soul Glow? I think he oh, could. For you think so? He's He's said, yes. His pipes are solid. Hit that, hit that again if you wouldn't mind, Steve. Right. He could easily hit just this. Let All right, Kyle's going to come in here and do it. Oh, I know he can hit it. I I like that song, by the way. I think just as a song, Soul Glow works for me. All right, Kyle, do you need to be warmed up? I know it's in your falsetto range. It's it's there. Yeah. Do you want want to hear it again? What's that? Do you want to hear it again? Put on your headphones here. Hang on a second, and then we'll see if you can hit this. That's way up there. It might be very raspy. That's okay. We we understand this in the morning. You got a great voice. (laughs) He's a man. It's on the edge of music. I don't know. That's pretty high. That's high. high. I I probably have to warm up for like twenty minutes or so. I'll bet you would. One more time, Steve. a superhero. <laughs> You're all around it, though. I mean, if you can do that note, I'll take the rest. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I could hit the note, but not the... Not the... Um, Duration? The, the vowel. Okay. Right. Yeah. So it, so it's a, it would be like... <laughs> something like up there. That's way up there. Feeling also smooth. Just let your soul go. I'm <laughs> Kathy Romano. If you want a cherry curl that's going to dazzle... <laughs> a lot of people don't realize some of the vowels are harder to sing than others. Like I think to hit a high note, an E is easier than yeah. an A. Ah, there, right? there are definitely notes. Why do these sound so crazy? Uh, they're crappy headphones. Okay. Yeah. Um, there are definitely certain vowels I can't hit in, in, in a higher register. Yeah. Sometimes why? E, e's are E's are tough. Yeah. O's and O's are easier. Okay. Yeah. And definitely saying words are tougher up there. But you too. got a great voice. Yeah, oh, I know that. You. That you do. All right. So anyhow, what the hell? We're talking about sperm. sperm. Oh. We're talking about sperm. I don't know how we got the soul. We're talking about Kyle's voice. Why you put it in your hair? Right. Why you put sperm in your hair? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, how do we get there? We're talking about topical. It steroids. was topical steroids, and she asked about the thinning of the skin and, and asked as to where he put it, and yeah. he said he put it in his hair, and then I played Soul Glow. Yep. And then Kyle. And that's where it came from. And then, was... and then we adopted a puppy. All right, we're moving Aww, on. Cool. Let me go to somewhere else. <laughs> Just saying institute here. Uh, about half of uh, American women take off work to deal with menstrual period symptoms. Oh, I heard this just the other day. Yeah, University of uh, Virginia School of Medicine Health Survey found that 45.2% of participants surveyed reported period symptoms uh, like likely reduced, or I'm sorry, like reduced energy impact their, impact their work. And 49% said they felt that they did not feel comfortable Freely talking to their manager about this issue. Oh, could you imagine if I went to Bill and I was like, I need to leave early today. Is it because of your vagina? Yeah. <laughs> Is your aunt flowing town? Yeah. He can't handle normal situations. Is your crotch making that? love marinara? <laughs> what? <laughs> Bill, I need to talk to you. Uh, so researchers analyzed responses from uh, 1,800 women. It's either your vagina or your butthole. Which one is it? <laughs> 
not comfortable. <laughs> yeah, um, I would think that would be incredibly uncomfortable to talk to your super, unless even if it was a woman. I think who oh, wants I to? would. I would just. I yeah. would say I'm sick and leave. I, I've had. I've had to leave uh, here one time, uh, not during the show, and then when I was younger, like my my jobs as a lifeguard and stuff like that, I used to have to go home for a few hours, lay down, and then come back. Oh, wow. You guys put up with a lot. Yep. Uh, this is according to, they analyze responses from 1,800 women who use the Flow app uh, to track their cycles. Do you use an app to track your cycle? Is I that Flow from I, Nationwide? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no I don't. I, I used to. Um, no, I don't. I, I joke that it's like a surprise every month. I'm like, oh, my God, look. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend, yeah, she uses the app, the, uh, the flow yeah. app. Yeah. My does. special friend is here. Rochelle does, too. Especially when it's like a, a bad cycle, you know, or, or bad PMS, you know. Yeah. Like, you can sort of tell what's coming in advance. Well, it's so funny that you bring this up. I actually just spoke to uh, some. I found her on Instagram, but she's the menstrual mogul. Uh, and she actually listens to our show. She lives in, in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and she listens to our show. Um, and I spoke to her about so all of the this. the menstrual expert lives in Jackson Hole? Yeah. That's perfect. Stop. Right. Stop. Um, yeah, and we, but we, like, we talked about all of this kind of stuff and, and cramps and, you know, PMS and all of it and the cycle and how, like, I was saying, like, you know, sometimes you don't even get relief because you're, you've PMS and then, you, uh, you know, your actual cycle and then the things that happen after. And it's just like, it's an ongoing process, but, um, she kind of works with people on, uh, like coordinating your schedule, stress related foods, you know, what you drink, all that kind of stuff. Well, that's to, pretty cool. To help with your cycle and help with symptoms. So yeah. you can do it, you can manage it at least some Somewhat organically. Right, right, yeah. Nice. Uh, So according to Dr. Jennifer Payne, she said organizations would do well to pay attention to this study and promote environments uh, where women can feel comfortable in addressing needs surrounding the menstrual cycle, like talking to Bill about it. Oh, my God. You on your period? (laughs) Got a little thing happening down there with your coach? Riding the cotton pony? Riding the cotton pony and flowing down? I'll tell you what, Riding the crimson tide? If you're okay, like if you're brave enough to do that, they can't. They're not going to say one thing. If I was like, I need um, six yeah. weeks off because and the uh, keys to your I car. have cramps yeah. and it's really bad. And- <laughs> I need a cashier's check for one thousand yeah, yeah. dollars and an extra week's vacation. I have my period. Yeah. No problem. Let me take out my checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, a lot of women do have to take time off from work because of that very reason. Yeah. So, yep. It's, it's, uh, well, and other things happen too, like as you, you know, and I, I told you, I've told you guys this a number of yeah. times, but my uh, neighbor and a good friend of mine is a doctor. Uh, she's an OBGYN. So we get all the information, but things that happen later on in life too, like there's other reasons, you know, revolving around your cycle that you, you can't. Sometimes you can't go to work. You have to stay home. Absolutely. Understandable. All right. We're going to do a couple of stories about uh, mental health here real quick from uh, Just Sane Institute. Um, From the the lower half to the upper half. uh, So many of uh, many people dread the morning commute, uh, but the trek may have a mental health benefit to it. A study uh, from Wayne State and Rutgers University found that commuting creates what's called liminal space. And this lets that your, mean raging anger? It lets your brain shut off and recharge. Oh. Uh, these recharges help prevent burnout. Um, and according to the study, it says uh, longer commutes might give people more time to detach and recover with music and podcasts and radio 
uh, helping out. However, this benefit only applies to non-stressful commutes. So I would imagine once you add traffic into the equation... I will say this. ...that things can be stressful. Taking a long drive somewhere or if I... if I Like, for example, when we go up to Montage for the... Um, uh, for the Cardboard Classic, I'm going to enjoy that. Uh, that is a yeah, that is a disconnect drive. ride where I'm mm-hmm. just going to have a good time, and I'm looking forward to everything there anyway. Bumper to bumper, start and stop. What what most uh, a lot of the people who are uh, kind enough to join us every morning put up with that to me that's an adjutant. Yeah, that's once, a, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, Kathy, but but uh, driving down to the shore. Yeah. Uh, once I get past the, oh, getting on a 42, <laughs> getting on oh yeah, god that whole that. exchange, get get past that. And as long as it's not crazy traffic, right. it's an enjoyable ride. But I, I dread yeah. crossing the bridge I know. and then going through that garbage. But you but get what, to 55, you're Once like past that, it's it's an enjoyable drive. Well, that's the thing. You add traffic and it adds anger to it. I mean, you could take the same length that it would take you to do that drive up yeah. to Montage and, you know, just go somewhere around here and add traffic. And it's... You want to die. You want to kill someone. When driving to a place like the shore, Preston, do you feel your body relax when you get to that point? Like yeah. you, you feel your your shoulders shoulders drop. Yep, and uh, it really is like a physical sensation. Some of it has to do with the scent in the air, the, uh, the smelling the ocean, and things like that. Windows and, down. And, 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 and that's kind of an almost aromatherapy. It is. Yeah, like sky racing. You can um, smell it right at the Egg Harbor tolls. That's where. That's where, where you start to pick I, up. Wait, on is it? it Egg Harbor? Is that no? What's what's the? What are the tolls going? Uh, you go over the bridge and uh, Ocean City. Ocean City. Yeah. What what is that? What are those tolls? I don't is know what the, they're called. Is that it could be Ocean City? I'm not sure. Whatever it is, that's it. if you roll the windows down there right before you go over that bridge, you, you get the smell. Preston, so when I used to go into and Kathy, you'll know Southern State Park where it is a nightmare in yeah, Long Island, uh, and so I would be going with the flow of the morning rush heading towards WDRE in Garden City, leaving Brentwood, Long Island. So I would had the option I could get stuck on that bumper to bumper nonsense or go sweep out way out of not way out but go out to like to the jones beach causeway along preston it is a long beach ride now you're going to add on by default about 10 15 minutes to your trip but taking that tri- and seeing the ocean yeah it's and the way whole better thing than you arrive in such a better mood and it, it, but that's that's it that's the difference by the way adding is an interesting thing because uh they recommend if you're a remote worker or if you don't have far to go, is that you consider a fake commute. Like sit on your uh, kitchen chair with a pretend steering wheel in your no, hand? No, no. They mean... I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they say to actually get in drive. Get one of those Fisher-Price things. Take a leisure drive. Where did you learn to drive? And uh, take a scenic route uh, to avoid... Go through the living room. Uh, traffic might be helpful for uh, in-person workers as well. Caroline and I several times a week just take a drive. Yes, um, we, we you know I I think that's an old activity that that people don't do anymore. Going for a sun, at least be a, drive, a weekend a drive. drive. Yeah, yeah, put down the Rumble seat. Yep, and you and the head over to the Great Gatsby's place. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. See, that's something that's lost on me. I don't. That's no. I don't, dr- want, to, oh, I I don't want to be in the car any longer. It's time to get Kathy in the Rumble seat as we take a drive out to the Gatsby estate. The parties are always incredibly lavish. Kathy's doing the Charleston. Uh-oh, and Flo's in town. Gatsby's upset because he just installed that marble. Now we're in trouble. <laughs> 
Yeah, go ahead. Uh, my cousin will drive to, especially down the shore. Uh, he used to do this a lot, but he would get Dunkin' every morning, and he would go to faraway Dunkin' Donuts. Like, there'd be one right down the street, and he'd be like, no, I'm going to go to... Uh, you know, this one just to take a drive somewhere. I, I'll do the same. I, I like you, taking a drive. Uh, be, also, I, I like uh, Odyssey. I like uh, putting in a book and, you know, and... Uh well, what's great, too, now with, with uh, GPS and Waze and yeah. how convenient that is, we, literally, I will just start taking random turns, having no idea, because I know... It'll get you there. I got to hit... Uh, well, I hit a button, yeah. and it'll take me right back home. Yeah, yeah. So I can end up anywhere and just take a little, uh, you know, uh, a surprise uh, I agree. trip like that. Yeah, Especially also, out in Bucks, I'll do that. Yeah, you know. He lives out in an area that has those long, windy... Yeah, it's like country like, roads country and things roads like that. Stuff. They take, yeah. they take home yeah. to the place you belong. Yeah. I have a question for the Waze users. Um, I have a little issue. It's it's not taking me the quickest way anymore. I've gone into my settings, and I've noticed that... Really? Google Maps and then the map in my car, the GPS in my car, uh, will actually cut off time. And I the reason huh. I use Waze is because it always would take you the fastest way. Do you have it set on worst route possible? I don't know. Well, I, it's supposed to route you around traffic. Right. Yeah. But, oh, but not the short, not the shortest time? I thought it was shortest time. It usually is shortest time, but it takes traffic into a, yes, as a I know. As That's a why I like it. Yeah. Check your but settings or preferences. I, I did. I did all of that, and it's set on the the uh, you know the shortest time. I don't know why it's not taking me that way. Isn't uh, Waze, it's owned by Google, right? So is there any tech difference between, I mean, I know there's like some uh, features that show up on Waze that aren't on Google Maps, but are there any tech differences between the two? They're probably very similar. I, th- I think one one is, though, it, it is the user base that makes the Waze, the Waze thing yeah. work as well and as it does. There's a yeah. tiny bit of like social media aspects to Waze yes. that you can communicate with other right. people. But Google Maps, I think they just use that same technology well, I'll tell you what, Nick. If you want the longest time, just put on Billy Joel. Google Maps saved me five minutes the other day, and I was in the Waze app and switched over to Google Maps because it was telling me it was going to get me there five minutes it, faster. It, it did it by itself? No, no, no. I okay. tested it because I realized that this was happening, so now I've been right. testing it on the GPS in my car and also on uh, the Apple Ma- the you know, the Apple Maps and the Google Maps. Right. How do you know it's shorter? Because it, it, the time, it gets me there quicker. Uh, like mean, I, so I've, I've done a regular, it's a regular route that you take. Uh, no. Like right. so, so here, I, this it's is how I figured it'll out. Get, it, you, so when you, when you punch it in, it's saying a, a less time than than when you punch it in a way. Correct. But when I r- figured out this was happening, I would leave Waze on my phone and then I would put it in my car. Oh, okay. And I would go and see, and it and right, right towards the end, it takes me a slightly different way, and it's adding time on. And if, are I you just, using the James Mason voice? If I just this route is going to take longer. If I just stayed with my car GPS, it got me there. The, the last time, it got me there five minutes earlier. Okay. Interesting. I know. Well, and I I'm annoyed because I've, I That's always exactly. relied on Waze. No, I would take the blue route. <laughs> Do you remember? I'm sorry. I know we got to take a break. Do you remember counting with James Mason? <laughs> you remember? No. Yeah. It was a it was a, a meme, but we we fleshed it out. Three thousand two hundred and seventy four. That's quite a number, but there's larger ones to consider. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, real quick. I know it's just... Sorry, wrong button. <laughs> breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. I was about to say, uh, I know we're in the Just Saying Institute, but, but I did get handed uh, breaking news. It's breaking entertainment news. Uh, the Ted Lasso season three premiere date is Wednesday, March 15th. Oh, excellent. Wonderful. Um, and, and it is the last season. Plus, there's a new trailer that's been posted now. At PrestonAndSteve.com if you want to see that. So that's a good thing. All right. 
Uh, yeah, we got to wrap up things at the Justine Institute, but it was nice to stop by the campus for a little while. Uh, we do need to take a break because we have some bizarre file stories, which we're going to share in a little bit. And then uh, we have a concert announcement coming up on Music News. Excited to share that information with you. Stay with us. MMR rocks. Dave Matthews Band. Friday and Saturday, July 21st and 22nd at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. But you can beat the box office this week with MMR. Pierre's got tickets each day for the Saturday DMB show. And Preston and Steve's Word of the Week prize, a pair of seats for night one, and pit tickets for night two. Details at WMMR.com. Dave Matthews Band and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Bizarre Files brought to you by Montage Mountain. Uh, and this Friday, join Nick McElwain, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. at McGurk's Pub in Fort Washington because he's doing a cardboard classic warm-up party and it is your chance to enter to win... Rooms for the weekend. That's awesome. And VIP passes. Uh, so you can enjoy specials on Surfside Cans as well. So McGurk's 8 to 10 p.m. this Friday with Nick. Uh, we're going to start with a story about a guy named Craig Ledbetter. He's been placed into custody after reports came in from all over downtown Los Angeles that a man had been seen running up to other men and cutting off their man buns. Oh, man. Uh, a dozen men uh, fi- filed police reports. Uh, I'm sorry, fi- filed the police station to or filed to the police station to press charges after He's their bun thief. top knots and man buns were removed by Craig Ledbetter. You're uh, yellow, Ledbetter. A victim said he had tagged me and aggressively removed my top knot. I was in fear for my life from this madman, and it will take me years to regrow my hair. I hope he gets the punishment he deserves. Well, he had to be using some... sneak. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He had to be using something sharp, right? Scissors yeah. or knife? Yes. So. To cut it off quickly? Uh, the word is he said he was doing the Lord's work uh, while he was going around cutting <laughs> people's hair off. Jesus had a mullet. Yeah. I know. Uh, each assault can come with a sentence of 18 months in jail. That adds oh. up to a staggering 55 and a half years in jail if convicted wow. on all charges and sentenced consecutively. Does he discard the bun once it's cut or does he keep it? Uh, I don't know. After a psychological evaluation, uh, the district attorney will decide how to move forward. Bad news for Craig Ledbetter. Is, uh, the, for Craig Ledbetter, is that word is they're planning to make an example of him. The DA said you cannot assault Uh, people and not have consequences. Literally dozens of men's lives have forever been altered negatively uh, and we will see what he ends up doing with this guy. You know what's weird about this? Mm. He's leaving the rat's tails alone. Oh no. I think that's worse than the man bun. Eugene! boy. Uh, So, Kathy reported on this in news earlier this morning. United Airlines flight plummeted from the air and came as close as 775 feet above the Pacific Ocean in a terrifying, previously unreported incident that happened in December. United Airlines flight UA-1722 dived into an unexplained descent at nearly 8,600 feet per minute shortly after takeoff. Uh, the air current reports and la- lasted apparently. Uh, oh, the air current, I guess, is a publication. Uh, they report and it lasted approximately 45 seconds before it recovered. Uh, the flight was bound from uh, for San Francisco and had taken off from uh, Kahaulu uh, Airport in Maui. 
without fuss despite flying in stormy weather. The flight reached 2,200 feet before suddenly diving. Uh, it was in between radio calls with air traffic controllers in Maui throughout the 45-second ordeal. Uh, the con- climb and uh, drop produced uh, forces nearly two and a half times of the force of gravity on the aircraft and its occupants. So I'm a blue whale, and I was right under I saw the whole thing. Uh, despite the incident, the flight landed in San Francisco after climbing to 33,000 feet and departed <laughs> on its next flight to Chicago just over two hours later. That... Yeah. So that's at the beginning of this long trip across the ocean. How many people were white-knuckling that trip? Yeah. Turn around, take me back. Yeah. Yeah. A spokesperson confirmed the incident, and a formal internal safety report was filed upon landing. The craft was also inspected before its next flight. As you pointed out, 2,200 feet is at the... If, you know, they'll reach 30,000 feet. Yeah, they're just getting going. Yeah. Uh, the result led to the pilots of the plane receiving additional training as well. Uh, an award-winning German ballet director has been suspended after smearing dog feces mm. on a critic's face. Oh, oh man. My God. They do things differently over there. Marco Gecki was apparently furious about a review of one of his shows by journalist uh, Wiebke Huster. Wiebke? He allegedly confronted Ms. Huster during the intermission break of another show and smeared a paper bag filled with dog excrement on her face. I've got some dog poop for you. Ms. Huster's employer, the Frankfurter uh, Algamin Zutung, uh, said that police were investigating the internal review of Mr. Gecki's show in the Dutch Mountains, it was called, was described by Miss Hooster as being like, quote, alter- alternately driven mad and killed by boredom. Mm. So uh, that's not a rave. Mr. Gecki said he believed the damning review had cost the Hanover Opera, Hanover ha- Opera House subscriptions and threatened to ban her from the Opera House during the confrontation. Oh, I'm going to get her. Hanover State Opera said Mr. Gecki had been suspended with immediate effect as his impulsive reaction went against the rules of conduct. Uh, they said Mr. Gecki extremely uh, unsettled the audience, the employees of the house, and the general public, and thus massively damaged the state ballet. Uh, the also the statement also said that Miss Hooster's personal integrity was completely violated. Yes, yeah, so you have dog crap rubbing your face. The newspaper for which she worked described the incident as an attempt to intimidate our free critical view of art. Uh, Mr. Gecki has been the director of the Hanover Theater since 2019 and won the 2022 German Dance Prize as well. Yeah. He softened in my face. <laughs> he did worse than that. Uh, Cello Archia and his mother are still traumatized following a bizarre incident that happened in broad daylight at a busy intersection. For unknown reasons, Archia says that a car suddenly stopped in front of his mother's car in the middle of the road, forcing his mother to slam on her brakes. He said, obviously, me and my mother were furious about the situation, so saw them glaring at both of us, like, through the mirrors, especially to my mom, so we were just showing our anger. As cars continued to pass on by, Arkea said that uh, two women got out of their car, yelled slurs out the window, then they returned to their car, one of them came out, then one of them went in to get a Sharpie, and then she began writing profanities on the car as Archie recorded it all on his phone. With a Sharpie. With a Sharpie. Huh. Permanent marker. All right. Uh, Archie says that he wanted to get out and confront the vandal, but his mother told him not to. Uh, the woman got back in her car, a white Ford sedan, and drove off. You know what you can actually do with a Sharpie? If um, you take a, a dry erase marker and draw on top of the Sharpie, 
you can erase it with that. He's At right. least it works in, on dry erase boards. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, he's hoping by sharing a story that someone will recognize uh, the women and turn them in after the incident. And that's it. That's what we're going to wrap up with in the bizarre file for you for now. All right, we're going to break. We will come back in a moment, and we'll get the lesson question. Trash, music news, and that concert announcement that we've been teasing all morning long. Stay put. Coming up back with that. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, We have some stuff coming up. We're going to get to, like I said, the concert announcement and music news, which is on the way. But before that, we have some things to give away. A lesson question prize. We're going to give away a four-pack of tickets for uh, the Philadelphia Fishing Show which is going to be the Expo Center in Oaks this weekend. All right, so the 17th through the 19th. The question this morning is, what older actor also guest starred on an episode of Barney looking for a cigarette? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. If you're listening uh, around 7 o'clock this morning, then you heard it. What older actor also guest starred on an episode of Barney Looking for cigarettes, 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, call right now. We will do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, this morning is brought to you by the Philadelphia Fishing Show. It's coming to the Expo Center in Oaks, uh, February 17th through the 19th. You can get the best deals on all your fishing needs and more. Visit phillyfishingshow.com. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Nakuti Gatwa announcing his fourth season on the show Sex Education will be his last. Gatwa says that if just one person enjoyed what he did on the show, then that would explain the ratings. <laughs> oh, my God. Then Diesel is reportedly working on a fourth installment in the Riddick franchise. Diesel says the new film will find a much more mature Riddick returning to his homeworld to file his income tax. <laughs> These are exciting. And finally, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez plunking down $35 million for a sprawling Pacific Palisades mansion. Lopez says it's the kind of place where you can walk through the door at the end of the day and know you'll be in the living room within an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, we'll see if someone knows the answer to this. We're trying to find out what older actor uh, also guest starred on an episode of Barney. Looking for a cigarette. Uh, 215-263-WMMR is the number. So we will go to, let's see, we have Michelle on the line, and we're going to go to her. Hi there, Michelle. Good morning. Good morning, It. Good morning, morning, It, to you. What older actor guest starred on an episode of Barney and was looking for cigarettes? Was the wrestler himself, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. That's correct, Michelle. Hang on. Give you a Ford Pack of Dickens Philadelphia Fishing Show. Come to the Expo Center in Oaks this weekend, February 17th through the 19th. You can get the best deals on all your fishing needs, boats, RVs, and more. Check out the 5,000-gallon aquarium full of local freshwater game fish, and you can stop by the Trout Fishing Pond on site. <laughs> Tickets and information at phillyfishingshow.com, by the way. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93. WMMR. All right, it's brought to you by Montage Mountain this Friday. Join Nick at 8 p.m. Actually, he'll be there from 8 to 10. McGurk's Pub in Fort Washington. There's a cardboard classic warm-up party, and it is a chance to 
Enter and win rooms for the weekend and VIP passes. Enjoy specials on Surfside Cans as well. We're going to start with the concert announcement. Hey! It's a big one, gang. Big one because big enough for two shows at Citizens Bank Park this summer. That's saying a lot. Wednesday, August 16th. Friday, August 18th, MMR is happy to welcome back to Philadelphia, Bruce Springsteen. How about that, man? Citizens Bank Park. And they're not back-to-back nights either. It's a a Wednesday and a Friday, August 16th and 18th. So maybe we can get them for like, you know, a little unplugged session on Thursday here uh, in our studios. That'd be nice. We'll see if we can work on that. Uh, By the way, tickets for Bruce will go on sale Tuesday, February 28th at uh, 10 a.m. via phillies.com slash Springsteen. So... A couple of things keep in mind. It's two weeks from today, all right? And the place to get the tickets is through Citizens Bank Park through the Phillies, right? Yeah, I got that app on my phone. Phillies.com slash Bruce Springsteen. And then, more importantly, listen to, listen to MMR all next week because starting on Monday, we were we will be giving away free Bruce tickets Every single day, the 20 through the 24. Could it be hard to come by, man? Yep. And uh, we're setting things up right now. So when you go to WMMR.com, there is an additional chance to win. Those details were going to be revealed later on this week. But uh, we're working on getting that set to go. But Bruce is coming back to town with the East Street Band. Right. That's awesome. Citizens Bank Park, Wednesday, August 16th, and Friday, August 18th. Man, hearing this song live right here, this one... So good. You uh, you saw him where? I saw him at uh, the Wells Fargo Center. Why well, at the time it was God? It might have been Corsi. Right, right, that right. Long ago. Uh, but uh, and it was. It's the only time I've seen Bruce. Yeah, I've never seen. And I got it. I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah. I, you know there are people who command the stage, and he's one of the guys. He's he's like like you just have no choice but to get excited. That band is coming out on stage. I'm telling you, it was, it was palpable. He's fantastic. So. Uh, tickets on sale Tuesday, February 28th, uh, 10 a.m. via phillies.com slash Springsteen. So uh, make sure you're listening with us all next week for your chance to win tickets. So exciting stuff. WMMR.com for the details. All right. Now back to music news. Uh, it is. We wanted to leave with that. But uh, you know what? I do have a, I do have a Bruce story in Whoa. there. So I can uh, I can lead with that one. Um Bruce has written a new song for uh, the indie movie called She Came to Me. Uh, the film premieres at the Berlin Film Festival this week and co-stars Peter Dinklage, Marissa Tomei, and Anne Hathaway. Uh, the new song, Addicted to Romance, uh, features longtime Bruce producer Ron Aniello uh, behind the boards with the uh, film's primary composer and orchestrator Bryce Desner, along with backing vocals from Patty Scalfa mm. and Benjamin Lands on trombone and trombone and Kyle Resnick on trumpet. Uh, the director Rebecca Miller shed light on how she snagged the boss uh, to contribute the song to her film. Uh, she said, "I love Bruce's music." Uh, for the end of She Came to Me, we wanted an original song. I had a secret wish that it might be Bruce, but I was reluctant to ask because uh, I felt it was so unlikely. And frankly, I was a bit shy, uh, but I approached him. Uh, Bruce and his wife, Patty, ended up watching the film. And to my delight, they both loved it. Uh, Bruce said that he'd take a few days to see if anything came to him for a song. Miraculously, Addicted to Romance was the result. 
He says he was inspired by the film, which is a great honor to me. What was so. the name of that movie we had? Um, the director in, and I believe the star, and it was all predicated around the uh, Bruce's music affecting this young... Yeah. Oh. It was it Backstreets? It, uh, it was a great movie. Yeah. Uh, and it helped him learn American culture. Right. And get um, out of poverty, sort of. And I forgot the name of that. It's right. the name of a Bruce song. It I is. It's not Backstreet? Not... No. Blinded by the light. Blinded by the light. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was well done. Very well done. All right, how about this? Bon Jovi's co-founding guitarist Richie Sambora was revealed as the masked potato on Britain's talent show, The Masked Singer. Oh, it's come to this. <laughs> and like Sambora is, you might as well. That, that's like Bono level for that show. Uh, over the course of his run, oh my god, uh, Richie. Had uh, uh, performed Elvis Presley's Viva Las Vegas, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, Fleetwood Mac's Go Your Own Way, and John Newman's Love Me Again. Uh, During the performance of Go Your Own Way, he even played guitar while in costume, uh, which took a bit of doing. Sam appeared on England's Sunday Brunch uh, and explained, uh, they cut my gloves off and matched my fingers to gloves and admitted he couldn't see the instrument while playing it. So, the potato. So Richie's. I mean, come on. Richie was the potato. I know. What I, what I, the thing that is the most annoying, as we pointed out many times, is, is the false zeal that they have. The judges pretending they recognize these. So many of these people are sub sub level, cele- quote unquote celebrities. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, Steven- he played the milkman on Boy Meets World. Uh, oh my God. Stephen Stills and Neil Young will team up on April 22nd for the 2023 Light Up the Night benefit at L.A.'s Greek Theater. As of now, the show will mark the pair's first concert appearance since the recent death of bandmate David Crosby. Uh, Stills and wife Kristen launch a charity gig back in 2013 to benefit and support Autism Speaks. Uh, the organization is near and dear to Stills' heart with his adult son Henry on the autism spectrum. Uh, buyer pre-sales begin on Wednesday, and uh, local sale begins Thursday, February 16th. You can do it through Ticketmaster.com if you happen to be going to L.A. and want to go do that. Going to do anything uh, with um, Graham Nash down the road that might benefit something involving That'd David nice. Rosby? That'd be nice if they could, yeah. All right, and that's uh, the last item in music news. We will take a break, come back in a second, wrap up the program. Letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize and more. Stay with us. Two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's up clear. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double bell. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montauk. President Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Preston and Steve radio program. What kind of show we had today, folks. Oh, flawless. <laughs> Not the tiniest little bit of 
anything that went negative or wrong in any way, shape, or form. Do we, we do need... anything flawless? Oh, yeah, absolutely, all the time. That, the, the problem is, is that, and Bill says, make a mistake now and then so people know you're human. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Uh, well, anyhow, it has been a fun morning, nonetheless. Uh, tired. You know what? I think I finally, post-Super Bowl... It hit you. It hit me. Yeah. Like, so, Sunday night, yeah. stayed yeah. up late, uh, had terrible dreams, uh, a restless night's sleep, and yesterday, I was, for whatever reason, fresh as a daisy, and today, I am just... I, and I went to bed at a decent hour, and I got a good night's sleep. I am wiped the F out. I've been having a hard time putting words together. You were able to... Find peace because you saw the image of Christ. That was it. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'll have that in the Bizarre File uh, tomorrow is a story that I was reading online. Uh, but anyhow, I would like to thank Nate Bergazzi hey! for being on the show. Nate uh, is going to be, well, he has a, a um, special that's out on Amazon right now. It's called Hello World, and it is available for you to uh, partake upon, and he's going to be in the general area, I think in, in May he's going to be at Hershey, but uh, maybe he'll make a, a Philly date down the road. But be nice, very cool guy. Liked having him on this morning. Um, and uh, to reiterate, we have uh, we made a concert announcement. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> two shows: Citizens Bank Park this summer, Wednesday, August sixteenth, and Friday, August eighteenth. And tickets go on sale on Tuesday, the twenty eighth. So two weeks from today. And you can uh, get the tickets through phillies.com slash Springsteen. And then listen all next week because we're going to be giving them away beginning on Monday. And there's a little promotion that goes with them. We'll have details uh, coming up down the road on how that all is going to work out. So it's looking good. Pierre's here. Hey, man. So um, Monday we have tickets starting to give away. Is that right? That's what I've been told. Okay. I love this picture uh, that's up on our screen. It says Bruce and the E Street Band. 2023 tour has got him in front of a convertible. Is that a Camaro? I think it's Camaro, yeah. Uh, and is that an arena behind him of some kind? I don't know it's what that is. Like it's somewhere in Jersey. <laughs> uh, it looks, um, you know, it looks like a, uh, a juicer. Um, you know, like a. Like a, something you make juicy. Yeah, that you uh, take a piece of half an orange. Oh, and, yeah. And squeeze oh, it. Oh, I see. Do you have oranges that big? Mm-hmm. First, I thought it was an arena of some kind. I'm not quite sure what the building is behind I think that's him. a Danny Clinch photo from Asbury Park. Danny okay. Clinch is a uh, great photographer right. who shoots Pearl Jam and Bruce and Foo Fighters and Dave Matthews Band. And I believe, uh, I know that he and um, Bruce have a really tight relationship, and I think he took this photo. I think you're right. For some reason, I recognize that place. Uh, that's and? where they make juice. No, I think it's, a, uh, it's some, some venue that has some sort of importance to him. Uh, or a dry cleaner. There's a, a story uh, from the uh, Born in the USA tour. Uh, Bruce was just, you know, taking off on a whole giant level. And there was somebody, and I think it was in Philly, in the parking lot, that found his car. He was driving to some of his own gigs. Yeah. Uh, and Isn't that crazy? Somebody found his car in the parking lot and waited till he came out and said, would you give me a ride home? And he did, which I thought was pretty cool. That is pretty wild. Um, That's a risky proposition. That is a very risky proposition. I'm a big fan, man. (laughs) Would you come in and meet my family? Um, (laughs) They're all embalmed. (laughs) Yeah, another bizarre Ah. file story. It's called the Transparent Gallery. Is that what it is, Nick? I think, actually, that's uh, Danny Bones's, uh, Danny Clinch's, yeah, he's gallery. got a gallery oh. on the a boardwalk. Yeah, or Danny a, Bones go, or Danny Clinch. I keep saying the wrong thing. Danny Clinch goes by Danny Bones on uh, Instagram, and is his, the name of his gallery is the Transparent Clinch oh. Gallery. We got the name uh, of the place here, Bruce. 
Uh, yeah, it's the Asbury Park Carousel Building. There we go. Uh, yeah. That's the name of that. Okay. So, so a legendary shot there. Cool. Very cool. What's inside it, I wonder? Gum. Okay, oh. good. All right. I'm assuming there's a carousel inside of it. Have you, how many times have you seen Springsteen? <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't count concerts, so, you know, 50, 60, 70 times maybe. Mm, wow. You've seen Bruce that many times? That's Probably. wild. I mean, I've seen every show he's done since in Philly since I got here in 81, and then wow. I saw him once in... California. There was that stretch where I was working for you where he did the, um, uh, like nine shows, eight or nine at the, in South Philly, and most of them were at the Wells Fargo Center, but there were one or two that were right. at the Spectrum. And so he went back and forth across the parking lot. Those shows were incredible. I mean, it's just to be able to see him at all is great, but the fact that he's doing a few shows through Philly is pretty damn cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, these... Uh these arena indoor shows are kind of like teasers, if you will, for the summer shows because uh, they all sold out instantly. And that he's doing various arenas around the country uh, and then off to Europe, I think, and then back and then doing the, the big outdoor places. So it gives, I guess, more people an opportunity to see him. It's wild. Yeah. Pretty wild, though. Uh, and there's more coming. There's more concerts yeah. coming. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. Well, uh, we got our, our Word of the Week prize has to do a concert. Ready to try that out? Yes. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. You as in unicorn. All right. And we're going to give away uh, Dave Matthews Band Double Shots. pair of reserve seats for Friday, July 21st, and then a pair of pit tickets for Saturday, July 22nd. Both Dave Matthews Band shows are at Freedom Morgan's Pavilion, and they go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. So. Get set for that. Hey, before we find out what Pierre's got going on, uh, today is Tattoos Day. And we need to give away a free tattoo. And it is going to, I believe it says Ryan Young of Parksburg, PA. And Ryan, congratulations. $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And you can take a look at their artwork. Stop by and see them in person. 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. Great people. Uh, plus, for samples, you can visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at floatingworldtattoos. What do you have for the masses today, Sa? Well, we'll have Mass Double Shot Tuesdays. Mm. Uh, so we'll have that going. We've got um, home and garden show tickets. We've got Dave Matthews Band tickets for the Saturday show. Uh, and then the workforce blocks, as it is Valentine's Day, will uh, be our traditional beloved and then a pause and some hate songs. I love that. Yeah. Love it. Because um, th- there's all those love songs, but how many breakup songs are there? Yeah. A couple, and yeah. How many You Are the Worst Thing I've Ever Seen songs uh, out there, and there are a few. Yeah, absolutely. All right, send your suggestions in. All right, yeah. talk to Pierre. And I want to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets Fresh Foods, local flavors. And by Wilmington University, their student focus support works to keep you on track and on budget. And you can get to know the university that works for you. Visit wilmu.edu today. Uh, tomorrow's program, Wednesday, Fox Good Day. That means a uh, secret text word as well. And our good friend, Mark Summers, uh, has a new podcast out. And he's going to be telling us about that tomorrow, which is great. Uh, always great. Check up with Mark. Check in with Mark. That's it. We're done. Ray, John, have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, my friend. Bye-bye. <laughs>